Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If you're creating nerdy tunes, we've got you covered. Nerdy FM is the Nerdy Show Network's nerd music podcast hosted by me, Mark with a C. We feature the best in geek rock, nerdcore, comedy, VGM, and every genre in between. The biggest artists alongside awesome up-and-comers with rare tracks, exclusive live recordings, and a massive archive to keep you rocking the nerd world over. Tune in exclusively through the Nerdy Show Network. The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic and nerd destination, where you can see me probably crying in a corner and with generous support from listeners like you. To learn how you can support other fine, geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Flame on. I'm Brian and I don't sound like myself. You could tell you were like channeling every bit of normal sounding voice when you did that. I mean, oh. it's, I mean, I don't hate it. Some people kind of like it. They think it's all breathy. You got part of your old voice right now. Anyway, I'm Brian. That's Jeff. That's BJ. Hey. Eric. Hi. Pat. What up? We're here. We're queer. And yeah, get used to it. Ish. So, I mean, give me a couple of beers. I'll see how it goes. <laughs> so, if you've never listened to our show before, the obligatory, hey, how'd you find us? Um, obviously, by now, you probably know. We're at least a podcast that does gay and geeky things, and we're going to talk about them. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do. Gay and geeky stuff. Yeah, all the stuff. For the masses. So, I, I, I feel like we're going to get to the elephant in the room very quickly here, which is a uh, the Justice League movie. Um, several of us, actually, so Eric, Pat, myself, BJ, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. And Jeff, you have not seen it. I have not, and I have no desire to. Oh, okay. All right. So we can spoil the heck let's out of just, it for you? Let's I've, just get it out of the way. I've already looked at stuff online about the ending of the Justice League explained. Like, uh, I, I have no qualms it, about spoiling. Does it really need to be explained? Seriously, I, I, out of out of any movie I think I've seen this year, least explanation needed. Well, and what's what's funny is... Is I'm watching it, and for and there the theater was full of children. I went to a cheap theater. Um, it was full of children, and 
for the first time in a comic book movie, no no children asked what were what was going on. Most of them were I mean most of them were still bored because I mean there's there's still too much character stuff going on for kids to be interested. Um but for the first time kid, even children were like, "Oh no, I know what's going on. This is I got this." Is that because the kids were smarter? Or, oh no, the plot was just way simplified. Both? Yes. Two things can be true. No, so. I'm pretty sure it's the second one. <laughs> the latter, I'm pretty sure, is the, uh, the the correct answer to that one. So, it's it's interesting, because I've been, we saw it today on a Sunday, and it's been out all weekend, actually, earlier in the week it came out. And people are all over the map. Like, I have friends yeah. that I absolutely trust their opinion implicitly, and they loved it. Uh, I have friends who, you know, I think their opinion is usually pretty good, and they hated it. So it's really kind of very all over the place. I can confidently say that I didn't hate it. And I can honestly say that other than Wonder Woman, it's the best DC movie that they've ever made. Well, I should say... Of the current DC? Times, yes, okay. in recent times. I, I, will, low, I will totally agree with that. Well, low, it is low a low bar. bar, admittedly. But we've had such vitriol against Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, even Suicide Squad, that at least they kind of are learning and moving on and trying to So it to ranks better. two out of four for you. Yeah, basically. Well, and maybe it's because Man of Steel was the first of this new iteration of the originally. What was it like? Supposed to be like the Nolan, uh, uh, Nolan shepherded, yeah, DC, uh, DCU thing. I didn't hate Man of Steel. I know everybody got a, got up in arms because he killed Zod at the end of that movie. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, no big deal. That didn't bother me about Man of Steel or like the the wanton destruction of Metropolis. It's like he's supposed to be saving people. Like I. I felt like it was taking its time more so with yeah. the Superman idea. Yeah. Young Superman. Yes. Ev- proto proto Superman. Every movie that's come from that though has just been like, all right, this is just getting more dour and more over analytical about what it means to be what you are and all these things like, oh, can you just have some fun? I think there was a lot less of that in this movie. In fact, what I would I would say is they actually got Superman 99% right on. Yeah. Overall. Like, if I had to pick one character that they <laughs> nailed, Superman is definitely it. In addition, of course, to Wonder Woman, who they've been doing well. There mm-hmm. was nowhere to go with Superman but up. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, no, yeah. I, I mean, did. they've I, like, oh, I see what you did there. Up, up, <laughs> up, <and laughs> away. But, I mean, I have to give them credit because they finally have... Henry Cavill, I've never had a problem with him as an actor. We'll talk about the thing in a second. But... Like they finally gave him lines and action and and, they, and a playfulness and a hopefulness the, that actually is Superman. The well, because they had to because it was the story made well the story didn't make a lot of sense period but the story made no sense if you didn't yeah. because it all hinged on Superman is a beacon of hope for who because <laughs> the last two movies nobody's given a flying fuck he's killed people they've, they've glossed over I think what Superman became in that yeah. universe which is this beacon of hope. But yeah, no, I agree. Because well, there was no they hope. They didn't earn it. They definitely didn't earn it. Now let's talk about they the were el- they were trying to chase him down because of the damn explosion. Like, yeah, that's true. that's just, not a beacon just, of hope. Just yeah. in America, everybody else in the world loved him. <laughs> so, America first, right? <laughs> what are you, a Hasbro toy manufacturer? Oh. Um. So basically, let's talk about the CGI because. It was bad. It's well known. and uh, like, Which part of it? Because there's a shit yes, ton. So and much. 95% of it's horrible. We'll yes, go with so the. Much. Okay, let's, I have two choices here. We'll go with the bad green screens and the bad chin job. 
Which and it's not his chin. Oh, I was hoping we were going to go for the his, for the skate running that, that oh, Flash was doing. You know, that didn't bother me too much. I still it, it, prefer I don't know. other versions of that, but it didn't bother me. Um, Fox still did it better oh, than Quicksilver. <laughs> totally, totally. Yes. Still oh, yeah. did it much Evan better. Evan Peters is far better Flash. Yeah. <laughs> what? That was him. <laughs> but not Flash. I'm like, he was Quicksilver. I know he was Quicksilver. I'm, you, oh. you see what I'm saying? Anyway. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. Oh, these people. It, the, only, the only part of that whole Flash bit, like with the, the running and all of that, like the, the slow-mo sections, was uh, with the sword. Like, that was the only one that was actually kind Dink. of really cute. Yes. Like, Ba-doop. And then he, like... Basically, sexually assaulted her, and then quickly got up, and he was like, "I <laughs> don't know what to me do." Too. Uh, hmm. Uncomfortable. Don't hmm. belittle that. Is his career over now, too? Is that what no. no, but those um, those CGI backdrops are horrible in any those movie. Were the worst. Oh, yeah. Because I flashback that. to oh. Thor Ragnarok, which the listeners will hear our review in the next episode when that comes out in two weeks. But, How does that work? Because I already recorded that. <laughs> do you not remember that anymore? Tom, Were you that drunk? Weird way? No. Well, it's on the shelf. Yeah. A forgotten dream. It's in the vault. But those back... like the, Honestly, when Lois and Clark were in the field, that backing was horrific. See, the one for me was the the the, the Themyscira fight. Oh, that's... That it. one was pretty damn terrible. Somebody said online that they sexied up the Amazon's armor. Didn't yeah. They? Oh, you yeah. didn't see the midriffs? Yeah, I, they Oh, are. okay, that's that, what it was. The black Amazon? That was because there was one. Like, yeah. They cast one in this movie. And she's like, hey, if somebody tries to go for my waist, I'm fucked. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember what part they changed. I didn't know if, like, uh, uh, Hippolyta had, like, little nipples now or something, too. Like, it was weird. No. It's, and not it's, Joel Schumacher. I missed the bat nipples. They made them anatomically them. correct. I mean. <laughs> no, they... The they problem, just made them wear bikinis, basically. And the thing, it's not all of them, yeah. but the, the, the big issue is that on Wonder Woman, one, you had a female director uh-huh. and a female costume designer. For Justice League, you have a male director and direct male costume doors. designer. Oh, direct, well, no, because technically, he doesn't have a credit. Oh, oh. he has a, a screenplay, yeah. a screenplay credit. He does not have a director Just credit. Hilarious to me. He probably did not want that attached to his IMDb. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, you had males running the entire show on the Justice League side, where you had females on the Wonder Woman that, side. We don't know that. The, we, do we know that there was a male conference? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm there, not sure there have been like forty think pieces about this already. Of course there have. No, yep. I, I listen. It's 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 a it's a quick beat because they're not spending a lot of time there. But that is unfortunate. Like, what does that mean over the last century since the uh, Wonder Woman movie events? Like, it's gotten warmer. Like, why would you change your outfit like that? Global warming. Yeah, know, but weird. why would you? You're a race, a legion of female warriors. Why would you not have armor on your body no, to cover course, it up? Right, especially when your badly CGI villain is going to start <laughs> swinging an axe around, you know, midriff level. I will say Steppenwolf as a villain. I don't understand the choice, and it sounds like as a band, fantastic. Oh, mm, yes, <laughs> I love yes. the New Gods, and I don't even think Steppenwolf is a bad character in the New Gods, although he kind of gets the bit part usually. Yeah, but given the way things are going, you should have just made it Dark Side and be done with it because they're not going to revisit this. I would have been happier with Desaad. Oh, you can't make him a big bad. I would have been. I would have been happier with any of like. Dark side C team. 
Oh, who's the big hairy one? Yeah, I was gonna say who's uh, what's Ka- his name? Calabac. 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 That yeah. would have been interesting too. Yeah. But I, again, Calabac, young. <laughs> Oh, if sorry. you're gonna screw yourself out of any future Justice League movies, which it sure seems like they've done, I mean, when are you gonna pay off the dark side? He calls them out by name. He says New God, like they they reference it. Uh-huh. They have fucking parademons. I mean, it's all there. They basically sure. started showing, like they they alluded to, but didn't they didn't name drop Apocalypse or Dark Side? No, they did. But they named they drop, said yeah, they, they said named Dark, dark side. side. They said Dark Side. Yeah. Oh, uh, was it when I nodded off? Possibly. Probably. <laughs> This was a shorter it, movie too, and I still it was. It felt really quick, and it was, was only like, two hours. Yeah, two, wow. with, with credits, it's two hours and ten minutes. So, I mean, that was good, I guess. I don't. Know. They apparently cut fifty minutes out of this movie. Now we get the extended edition. That's That'll be an extended right. edition. The Zack Snyder cut. Did the, anybody ever watch the Batman vs Superman extended? Yeah, it's actually yes. the only version I did watch. And, yes, well, and it was like, no. wow, this is really long. Okay, it's still very not. It's not very interesting. It yeah. it explain it. It explained, like... It mansplained? Well, it, it like, like the whole thing with Lex Luthor at the end of Batman v Superman being all weird and crazy, it explains that because he literally sits down and has a full conversation with, like, something from Apocalypse. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, that seems kind of important to have left out. Like, well, huh. I mean, yeah. He went down yeah. into the Kryptonian goo. The amniotic fluid. You smell good. And there was, and there, it's like, what some... does that mean? <laughs> okay, so to set the stage here, Lois Lane, Superman's, you know, come back to life, all that stuff. They're off in the spoiler corn... alert. We've already been spoiling. Cornfield, um, she's like hugging his bare chest. He's like, you smell good. I'm like, wait a minute, he's been a corpse for the last however long, and or he smells like uh, Kryptonian amniotic goo. Do, which, which is less gross? Do Kryptonians poop themselves I, when they die? Yeah, we know what they do. They poop crystal. When they poop, oh. smells like warm cookies. Oh, oh that's handy. Like, <laughs> mm, you do smell good. Like it's Kryptonian shit, Lois. Still smells like cookies. But it was gross. I mean, it was it was obviously the character beat they were going for. I get it, but it was still gross. However, <laughs> Henry Cavill was shirtless for a he good was. chunk. All yes. about it. His... Didn't have a beard. He should. I mean, a beard would have been nice. But I guess. I he mean, died. when you're dead, I, I don't know if a beard grows. <laughs> But I actually will say for a little bit, like don't you grow like your fingernails keep growing for like so many days or something? Yeah, yeah, but that's different than hair. That was I think it's your hair. I think your hair grows mullet in the nineties. He had one on the oil rig in Man of Steel. It's not like he's Mm. prone to not having a beard or something. And Ben Affleck had a beard for the beginning part, and then he got rid of that. It made me sad. But we all know that Superman has to use his laser. Well, yeah, you vision can't, in order to shave. You, yes. can't, you can't mock four that shit. I, I, I do like. But you can't mock five, surprisingly. That I mean, was, yeah, it's a, it's a trimmer razor that helps. That Kryptonian blade. That thing added. will slice you every time. The, the um, I will say that was probably one of my favorite arcs in the movie out of like the fifty hundred of them that were was shirtlessness because yes, I was well, there for that. Jason too. Momoa, the, that's what you're saying. The sh- well, yeah, oh yeah, all of Jason Momoa. Nah. Jason Momoa, and and the way he played Aquaman, he was like the trashy bar dude yeah. that. You won't admit to your friends that you slept with. Oh, for sure. But you will totally sleep with him and be like, "I know." Oh, he just gave me a ride home. I mean, raise your hand if you sleep with Jason Momoa. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, you're outnumbered. You're outnumbered. I mean, I wouldn't say no. Tattoos. Normally, I didn't like the tattoos, and I hated those fucking contacts. He did those contacts. He was in drama. Why does he got to be blue eyes? He was in drama Why? school as a high school. He was in drama class. They had a thing. <laughs> it's a it's whatever. But but no, he was good. I understand if you are trying to make him like 
blonde hair, blue eyed, like Aquaman of the comics. I couldn't yeah. decide what he was. But yeah. if you're going to be brown hair, darker skin, why the contacts? Just make him a fucking brown eyed Aquaman. You have changed everything else. And Glenn Weldon honestly had the best description of it. Uh, of Glenn Aquaman. He was, sleep with him? Uh, probably. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel better. He's the entourage Aquaman. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, no. Oh, my God. He's grotastic. No, no, absolutely. Yes. I but fucking I, hate it every it works, second of him. It works for that because Aquaman otherwise, the best Aquaman like in media are the retarded, not retarded, sorry, bad <laughs> choice of word, the um, over the top, the, the just, there's another R word coming to my mind. No, like from Batman Brave and the Bold, when he played like the super um, bravissimo like you know, you remember that from Batman: Brave and the Bold? Cartoon? I never watched Brave and the Bold. I like, vaguely, the I vaguely, re- I know what you're talking about. Batman: Bold and the Beautiful. No, <laughs> no. But like, like Aquaman in the comics is is, I mean, he's interesting, but he's kind of boring and flat. And giving him a personality in whatever form tends to work. And uh, I, like I said, I, I don't know. I like it was, it. it was a slight. Over- I like your analogy. That it was. Bar- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The trashy bar dude. That yeah, totally. You, you totally wouldn't admit. I mean, we see that, that all the time. But um, he, the thing about him, oh, I almost named names. Um, the thing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh boy. The thing of the thing about him. Do you remember their names? <laughs> Do it. Name it. No. No, they don't. Little in the show. I'm not saying who he first reminds name. me of. Give him your first name. David. Ha! <laughs> You're giving him way too much credit. Not, not, I want them to be on two completely different Davids because that would just make are. it even better. Does, does his last name sound like a dog breed? Yes. Okay, good. We're on the same page. <laughs> but um, but so it it, it was but I that was whole not... scene, the whole Superman resurrection scene, and the scene before it, where they're where everybody's like, "This is a bad idea," and Batman's like, "I know it's a bad idea. It's a shitty idea, but I'm gonna do it because you're all stupid." And but he doesn't really he doesn't really say that to no, them. He says no. that to Alfred. Yeah, which I felt like that would have been like that. I, that would have been a funnier like interaction had he just been like, "Yeah, no, this is a bad idea, but we're gonna do this." So come on, yeah, and and come on. and then the subsequent the, the subsequent like he's back, and then everybody's standing there like, "All right, what's he gonna do?" And then and then cyborg. Being like, you need to calm down, man. You really need the... Co-. And then his cybernetics going, hey, like, being like, no, this dude can fucking kill you. So I, I do like that whole exchange where they're very unsure. And then also Superman being able to keep up with the Flash. Oh, <laughs> that, Barry, that was Barry the being part like, of that scene. Oh, no. <laughs> I, would tr- I would love a buddy movie with Flash and Superman. Totally. Yeah. Because those two characters in their incessant need to prove who's the fastest, whatever... I just I love that relationship. It's it's fun. That was straight out of always that was straight out of the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. That no, first I mean, stinger and out of comics too because I mean that's just a classic thing they do all the time. Yeah. What did you think of Cyborg overall? Because I don't I don't like him being on the Justice League. I know it's co- current comics canon, but he's always been a Teen Titan. I they've he, been beating that horn for uh, they've beating that Jeff drum for Johns, a while. That is now. all just one hundred percent Jeff Johns. Yeah. But here's the thing. There, prior to him, and we're going to leave Black Lightning out of this, oh. there was no African-American character on the Justice League consistently. Yep. So if you are going to have a racially somewhat diverse Justice League, you really do have to promote Cyborg or somebody else. Other than Vixen, I, I don't know of Vixen any other... Vixen would be okay. I don't I'd know any other that. Justice League... I don't know any other DC, African-American DC character that's 
relatively well known. Mr. Terrific, but again, not well John known. John Jones. He's not black. He's Martian. Also, uh, <laughs> Mr. Terrific was on the Justice Society. Well, no, of course. But I'm just yeah. saying, of the different characters, who could you promote? From uh, Titans, from Justice Society. Justice League, the cartoon? John Stewart, Green Lantern. So, yeah, yes, exactly. honestly, they could have gone there, and I would have been fine with that. There was a nice nod to the Green Lanterns and the flashback. But other than that, yeah, it was weird not have a Green Lantern. I get, well, I mean, that I guess that would explain what happened to that sector's original Green Lantern, because it was 5,000 years ago, because as of right now, there's no Lantern for Earth. Well, Ryan Reynolds what? quit. So. Well, Ryan Reynolds Wait quit, a minute, why yeah. isn't there? Well, no, it's because uh, um, Hal that, Jordan became the first Green Lantern of that sector. Right? No, 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 Aben Sur was. Aben, was Aben Sur? I thought he just happened to crash land on Earth. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't think Abensur was. I think they just thought that sector didn't need one. Maybe. And it's possible. Yeah. Readers, you should let us know. Yes. And or listeners. Whatever Screw you it. are. Put Guy Gardner on the team. Oh Jesus. Aaron would fucking love that. <laughs> Ginger friend, Guy Gardner. Aaron, who is with a, the green or yellow ring. Of the or green red. Of, of uh, what's his mm, name? The red. Yeah. The red. Guy Gardner. And out of nowhere, I will say this movie actually felt the most comic booky out of all of them. Which is probably why I didn't hate it. Because the thing about DC movies is DC movies are movies based on comic books. And Marvel movies are comic book movies, if that makes any sense. DC movies always feel like they're going for the Academy Award. Well, this is, this is the thing we've been talking about since the beginning of this whole wave of comic book movies. Yeah. It's a complete reversal from how it was in the early 2000s where Marvel you went to for the cathartic, oh, these are the, it's, you're a superhero, but life is hard and you have to struggle to be a superhero. DC was always like, we love our superheroes. You guys are awesome. We're, we take pleasure in having, having superheroes. You guys are great. Yeah, it was, it's like Joel Schumacher making Batman versus Ang Lee making the Hulk. Right. And, yeah. And, Ever since yeah. Nolan did DC, it kind of set the tone for the DC movies to Which come. Which is awful because they're really good films. You can do that with Batman far more than any other character in the DC oh, yeah. universe. Well, right. That was always Batman. Batman was allowed to be the dour one. Everybody else was like upbeat and yeah. like, hey, Batman, cheer up. Now, speaking of Batman, I was very thrilled Danny Elfman was brought into the soundtrack. Why? Because he could bring back his theme for Batman, which is the fucking Batman that- Theme. That made me a little moist. That and it might, and I love the Nolan stuff that um, Hans Zimmer and uh, Thomas Newton Howard or whoever did. But I'm telling you, the Batman theme is so iconic. It was great to hear it all over the place. Well, they use that and they use um, the 70s or 50s Superman theme I as well. I hear it as much. Yeah, so. I heard it like the resurrection, and then when he first they, when he first came to. Uh, fight Steppenwolf. They used the yeah. Man of Steel theme. I know that. Nah, it, uh-huh. was, it was the oh, Superman. The, the they Michael used that too? Giacchino. Yeah. Uh, no, Giacchino didn't do that. I think it was Zimmer. Zimmer's had his hands all over mm-hmm. the soundtracks yeah. from DC for a while. But that's good. I'll have to go back and listen. And I would actually get the soundtrack to this movie, even though like Batman vs. Superman I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Um, any other characters or things we want to mention? Or I thought Cyborg was way too CGI, and I get it. Yeah. He's yeah. like half a face is all he's human, and it just looked ridiculous when he was partially clothed. I don't, I didn't feel as awkward about him. Yeah, but then when they were in the Batcave and he was like, "I'm gangly, like c- cybernetic skeleton." Yeah, it just felt awkward. Yeah, um, it. I get that. Not all these characters necessarily need to have an origin movie, nor do I think that they would go over well. 
but you for a two hour movie you're shoehorning in so many origin stories into one movie and it just on top of the resurrection of Superman and the Steppenwolf thing and then you go into the mascara and you go into Atlantis and you're there were so many like beats that should have like felt like they should have been a little bit more fleshed out fleshed out yeah or you kind of just skip over like we saw the whole mother box created cyborg clip in Batman v Superman do we really need to revisit all of that I don't think so you know like I kind of like the fact that Aquaman was like okay we have this piece here and then he goes away and then he just kind of pops up out of nowhere and he joins the team and it's like okay you didn't belabor the point of like we need to have you on the team like come with us no it just he just rode in in a sewer wave wasn't it the flaw in Suicide Squad 2 where they had a whole bunch of origin scenes at the beginning of the movie that worked and they did it again in a less successful fashion yeah. later in the movie and you had the dossiers and it was like here's the same character 14 times introduced to you right yeah it's like why is that a recurring thing with dc like they don't have enough footage so they just keep playing the same character beats over and over again the the editing's still a mess that is like that is like at least 40 percent of the dc movies issues is the editing is always a mess well because they're doing constant reshoots yeah. to try to fix these movies because a movie comes out and it doesn't do well, and then all of a sudden they're like they try to go into like hyper course correction. Yeah. And it's like, okay, reshoot all of this and then splice it in. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was not a perfect movie. You had so much of that that felt like, okay, Patty Jenkins is telling one story. We need Zack Snyder here. Let's just shoehorn this into this movie. Yeah. From like storytelling, storytelling, bang, bang, bang. Like it just didn't it didn't work. Um, my other big thing with this is why the fuck are we telling everybody's fucking secret identity in the middle of the goddamn <laughs> oh fucking God. village? Everybody knows well, they don't, everybody. they don't exist anymore because uh, effectively in Batman v Superman, one of the major DC villains of all time fucking knows who everybody is. That do, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, Lex can fucking that, that know. That happens in the comics. That doesn't yeah. mean that the entire, like, all of Gotham or all of Metropolis <laughs> knows cops that. cops hanging out are like, did, they, did he say Clark? Like, what? Well, yeah, so it, it happens when fucking with the Aquaman scene where he's like, You fight crime? Just like a bat? Oh, the Batman, but like bitch, you know that this bitch is right behind you, all right? Those Icelandic <laughs> hipsters all heard it. Like seriously. <laughs> and then he he's like, I'm gonna strip down to my jeans and get in the water. And as Glenn said, Aquaman's real power is being able to swim in denim without chafing. Oof. <laughs> like that was the most awkward, like, what the fuck are you wearing? I'll put, I wish he had I'll just put gone some, down to shorts. I'll that put some salve on it. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was funny with that whole the whole fish motion after yeah. uh, was it Aaron last night was saying that about the uh, the Little Mermaid doing that <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that standing motion up where oh. they walk but then up where they talk when Superman comes back from the dead and they're all in the middle of the fucking square first off nobody could clean up the statue. <laughs> How long has it been? They had two fucking funerals. No, I think that nobody was, cleaned up the statue. No, I think that was the whole thing. It was to leave the pieces there where they fell. I think that's what they were doing. I think. Why? Yeah. What city is what, like? Let's just leave we this. Were doing this crumbling was, rock here so people can hurt themselves on. Well, okay. it's, it's symbolism. We're leaving I, it where they fell. It's symbolism. No, I really, I feel like that's what it was, but I don't know. But seriously, what city? What city mayor know. is like? Fuck it, we'll just leave that stone just they lying around. They built shit around it. They did all that other stuff, didn't they? No, there no. was those pieces, those like, those like uh, memorial wall yeah. things, and then the Superman thing. They still, yeah. they could have, they it should have been cleaned up in any no. real world. It should have been cleaned <laughs> this up. This is a 
where? How long did it take from the death of Superman to the events of this movie? Do we know? I don't think it was that long. That's part of. I think it, it was too. a couple of months, at most. At most. They saying. rebuilt the fucking city. Obviously, how much destruction was caused during hey. that? Oh, I'm sorry. They were at the wharf and the the abandoned parts of the towns. Batman had to grow a beard. That's how long. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. There you go. A couple there months. Go. So See her bad plug. How no long? November, right there. It's it was so, a it was a it was, glorious. I thought it was beard. no spank November or no nut November. Um, no, is that are you thing? a proud boy? Then Why? no, don't don't what? No. what? I thought no. we did something different Dude, this time. No. So, but, no? but the whole point of that is that Superman's floating above the fucking city and Bruce is like. I need the big guns. So fucking Lois Lane pops out and she's like, Clark. And I'm like, bitch, really? He's not wearing glasses. At Why least, are you calling him by his name? At least Wonder Woman yeah. was like, Cal. Yeah, like Cal-El. Well, because she's got fucking, you know, sense in her head. Yeah. So what about the geography of all this? Because I have no idea. Well, so the last movie established that Metropolis and Gotham are like across the, the harbor from each other. And amazingly... Steppenwolf is holding out right in between underneath the, the fucking harbor. On Tony Braxton Island. Oh. Dark child. So many times. I just wanted to start had, doing that. It would have been fantastic had there been a, a dark child villain. Oh. Like X-Men? Oh, Listen, no. girl. So, I don't know. Do I, we're we're dishing on this movie a little bit, but I think all of us at least thought it was okay. You know? Yeah. It would have yeah, made, made a great... It would have made a great... DC animated movie. Yes. They are pretty I think I've too. seen other people say that too. Like it, you probably could have done a little bit more and it wouldn't have looked as bad because it was animated. Exactly. And that and that final stinger felt very much something oh. like at the end of like like an episode of Justice League, like an end right. of a two-parter yeah. episode when, of the Justice the, League anime series. The villains of DC are going to go off and form an all-female uh, baseball league. Is that the joke? <laughs> a league of their own. <laughs> the only way hey. that would have actually been amazing is if he said a league of our own and then Madonna's this used to be my playground started playing <laughs> and see what I will give Marvel is they would they would steer into that as opposed to DC where they're like no that's too much that's too they can't do that although I will say god damn daddy Joe Manganiello no, I know holy I, shit I didn't realize that was him oh yeah, yeah. there was a there was a, as, a trailer as, yeah. For, well yeah he showed up in just enough time for them to say, yeah, we're not going to put him in the Batman movie, so don't worry oh, about that. Oh, wait, did they actually take him out of that? Oh, the the guy who took over, Matt Reeves? Yeah. Uh, he redid the script. Yeah, but that oh. doesn't mean he's out. It, even Joe Manganiello has basically said, yeah, I don't know how big of a role Deathstroke's going to have in, in this new movie. That is a damn Nobody shame. Nobody knows anything about the damn Batman movies at this point. Because yeah. they kept talking about, like, oh, he's, he's been working it. out, he's been getting ready, he's like, yeah, I don't <laughs> know Batman might be in on. the Batman movie he at this point. Good. Nobody knows. It, it works pretty well. I'm I mean, okay I've got a couple of cosplay fantasies, and that definitely checked a box on that one. Okay, what? so if we're doing a league of their own, can Rosie O'Donnell play Granny Goodwitch? <laughs> Goodness? 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 Granny Goodness. Granny, goodness. Granny Goodwitch. Oh. Goodness. It's like a sandwich. It's like a Granny Goodwitch. I don't want a Rosie O'Donnell sandwich. I will, I will say this. He was also giving me um, snake fantasy. A little bit. A little bit. He yeah. pulled up when he took the mask off and it was like the, the eye patch. I was like, snake. come on, solid snake. Headband. No. Headband. Snake. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's what I'll say when I finish with him. So oh. if this whole Deathstroke thing doesn't work out, Metal Gear Solid movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should do that, actually. Absolutely. All right. So that's our thoughts on Justice League. If you love the movie or hate it. That was our micro, because fuck that. This is all we're talking about this movie. We really would love to hear from you, obviously. We talk about this all the time. Flameonshow.com. All our social media is there. Please please reach out to us. Let us know what you thought. All right. Any other movies? That's it. Movies are done. 
Um, We've seen and talked about a lot of movies yeah, recently. We did a micro if about you it, if you saw stuff. it or Happy Death Day and you want to hear our, our take on it and you haven't listened, uh, the episode before this in the feed mm-hmm. is that review. And coming up in two weeks from the release of this episode will be our Thor Ragnarok review. In the future. Oh, so future, hold on. Future. So since we're not doing a full review, let's do our flame ratings for Justice League. Oh. So that way we can we can incorporate yeah. that. As since we did a little well, in an episode coming up? No, as premiered oh, no, in the right, one that the came out one. already that you I, weren't time, here for. Time is so hard <laughs> for me. <laughs> Being a time lord, I don't know. You've got he's got How that second flames? family. He's got that second family. <laughs> oh he's always God. hanging out with. But since we did like thirty minutes on Justice League, right, it fine. deserves a flame rating fine. at this point. How many yeah. flames? So is that? What's the deal from again? zero to five flames, Brian. What do you give it? Oh God, you start with me. I will yes. give it. Um, do you operate a, on halves? Yeah, embers. Yeah, 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 we, okay. we, we actually did halves. all. We're not going to fucking like inf- infinite decimals anymore. <laughs> Screw this. Three point three three repeating. Oh, no, and the people God. listening to this haven't heard that part yet. So <laughs> See, you're in for a treat in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it's all wibbly wobbly. All right, three 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 point five. I'll go there. Three and a half flames. Bj. Uh, two point five. All right, wow. Eric. I'll go for three. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, I'll go to. Uh, I'll give them a solid three for effort. Seems I'll give a solid three for effort. It's about the Metacritic rating right now. It's it's right about the middle. Yeah, right about the middle. Yeah. I mean, I can understand where the the critic scores would be lower because from an from an objective like critical eye, it's a mess in a lot of places. Uh, but I can I can absolutely understand from a fan point of view where especially if you're a DC fan and you've been waiting for all of these characters, maybe minus Cyborg, to be together on screen. I can see how that, no matter, like, you can overlook a lot of those flaws. But what I can't stand is when people get on fucking Facebook and they're like, I don't know, I don't understand, blah, 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 and they start fucking trashing, like, one side or the other. You could have just stopped there, and that's a perfectly valid sentiment, right? Like, it's, about yeah, anything. Just trashing everything. Yeah. But, like, I had I, Trump. one Facebook friend who's, like, or all about... hot Doritos on a turkey. Exactly. It's delicious. You don't want me to make that on Thursday? I do. Okay, good. Actually, I do. <laughs> good, good, good. Sorry. Anyway. We're good. Next topic. <laughs> um, to stay on movies and superhero movies, the trailer or teaser trailer for Incredibles 2 came out. It oh, did. Yeah. Oh, I thought Baby, you were going to talk about the fact that Baby Jack Black Jack. Panther went yep, before. Yep. Uh, oh. We had the trailer for Black Panther before Justice oh. League. <laughs> All that chocolate. Dough. That was awesome. But yeah, yeah. that's it was cute. Yeah, yeah it was cute. Finally. I don't remember him excited. having laser eyes in the first movie. He did. Like, he, he turned into fire. He turned into a big hulking cre- uh, creature. But like the laser eyes, like he like predominantly was laser eyes. Now, like maybe they're trying to focus up what he can do in that. Well, he can he can density shift because he turned in the metal. Also, he yeah. turned like some just metal. So metal fire. He did have laser eyes though. There was a little. There was like a little uh, thing on the DVD where with the babysitter, where the babysitter's like watching him and he starts manifesting. Oh, so the his extra powers. like in yeah. the f- movie itself that like that's one I've watched repeatedly since. You know, Henry likes everything Pixar now, especially The Incredibles. Uh, he also likes Mario. He loves way. Mario, like, but that's that's the future. That's what, if we're talking about Odyssey at all. This we'll week? get to. We're gonna get to. Okay, it. okay. Um, so yeah, I was very excited about Incredibles too. Yeah. It's long overdue. Um, television. Let's move on. Television. There's been a lot of stuff happening. A lot of shows that have come back, and everybody actually everybody's back. Except Agents of Shield, which is like next week, December first. Yeah, I was Friday, say December first. They uh, the promo came out, I think, last week. So, yeah, they said it was going to be right after Inhumans, but they they lied. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do our favorite and our least favorite 
television shows so far. We okay. did this a few weeks, a few episodes way back. But I think enough time has passed and new shows have come out. We can probably do that and keep it Except short. for Eric. Eric doesn't watch bad TV, so screw you! I don't believe that because <laughs> I've lived with him. You I, watch Yu-Gi-Oh! That's true. It's a good point. Oh, it's a good point. Is it time I'm to saying d- d- I don't duel? watch shows I critically think are oh, bad. Oh, I got you. Like, I, I enjoy the TV you, shows you, I watch. So, okay. Uh-huh. All right. Well, but, but you could pick one that you just... You, you watched a little bit, and you're like, you know, this isn't for me. All right. You don't hate watch like I do. Pat does hate watch. It's true. I'm going to start Mr. Robot because as many of you Shocker! know... Shocker! Shh. My God. Mr. I, Robot... My heart stopped. It skipped a beat. I couldn't believe this. Who Mr. are Robot you? is, and my brother is holding up the uh, F Society mask that I brought back. Actually, that Pat brought back. That's probably... I don't know which one's which, but... It goes with my... my what was the uh, the barbecue? The Red Wheelbarrow Barbecue which, t-shirt? if you've been watching the show, is taking a very prominent place in the show. It, it makes me... Plus, this is a comfortable shirt. I actually like just wearing the shirt because so it's so it soft. So you because it was like, I don't fit my ass. Um, they're up to episode five, and, and I think that's about, about halfway through, maybe like, it's like a 10 or 11 episode season. The thing that just happened without spoiling it isn't the moment that recontextualizes the whole season, which they tend to do, but it is the moment that shakes up the ant farm sufficiently that I'm really not sure where they're going next. Oh, so they kill a major character? Uh, they did that earlier in the season. Oh. Major is debatable, but they are definitely Just going... a lieutenant. Nice. Nice. Good job. You're that was welcome. a very How I Met Your Mother-ish joke, yes. Major um, pain. So, (laughs) if you are not watching Mr. Robot, it is a show about the near future, really actually not like two years ago, but it's this idea of society in um, an era of cryptocurrency, uh, internet monitoring, hackers, little non-state or state-based terrorists slash anarchist groups, like basically F size based off of Anonymous. Mm Um. And I'm not selling it well, but the the, the, the the sort of elevator pitch is if Fight Club was a longer show, not just a movie, about like these anarchist technology groups. That's a good... Right. So you put you put this whole idea of, you know, it's hard to trust anybody based on technology being as prevalent as it is in everyday life. And then you put the unreliable narrator at the center of all of that. Correct. And that's, to me, my favorite parts of the f- show. Because it's a mind fuck every, it every week. It totally is, although they are being a little more on the nose. I mean, Pat watched the first episode of season three, and it's very like, oh, that's what's going on. Okay, cool, which spoils everything. So if you have not watched anything, do not just jump in. You have to watch it from the beginning. But it's very exciting. I'm really enjoying it. All the characters are getting some action. And what I really think is awesome, they're weaving in the Trump, the Trump presidency because this is like 2015, so Obama's still president. Mm-hmm. But they're weaving in, because he had started exploring a candidacy, candidacy then, they're weaving in little commentary about that in subtle, small ways that are hilarious. So this is kind of like the Lost predicament, where like yep. the storyline of the show doesn't mm-hmm. progress fast enough, and they don't do time jumps. Correct. So that the original timeline is still true, where it's like, okay, we're still going in yep. 2015. and yeah, Exactly. But the one thing I will say is they've put out a genre idea that I don't want to even say, and if they actually go there, I think it's the MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. If they go there, it'll be pretty ballsy. Hmm. So we'll see. That's what I'm loving. That's my favorite. BJ, what about you? Um, I actually got to go with... Um, I've been I've been white-knuckling it till the third season of Ash vs. the Evil Dead comes out. Uh, which they announced it's not coming out till February, so my it's only a couple months away. It's only a couple months away, but I'm in, I'm I'm impatient. I'm we got we got to talk. Can we have a book segment later on? Because I got to ask him about the book. 
Oh yeah. Because I actually met Bruce Campbell. Oh yeah, that's right. He was he was here in Orlando not too long ago. Um, uh, actually, I gotta say, um, the one thing that's kind of sucked me in once again, uh, Stranger Things season two popped up on Netflix. Um, I didn't really think they could keep it going. I really went in like, nah, I, I really don't, because they because it was meant to be kind of a one season with a the end question mark sort of ending to the series, and people were clamoring for more, um, so the Duffer Brothers, they brought their A game again. It was, uh, they did some really good world building, especially with the characters. Um, there's um, a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> Uh, that kind of bridges the gap between uh, the previous season and um, this season. Uh, they don't introduce a ton of new characters, and the ones they do introduce are very, like, they're building them. Is anybody here a big fan of Mad About You? Because Paul Reiser gets a pretty meaty role in this new season. He felt very aliens. Aliens? Yeah. Yes. Mm, aliens. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, yes, so absolutely. But also, Sean Astin's in there too. Oh, in that oh, true to form yes. Goonies play. Uh, oh, I, kept, I kept hoping there'd be a story beat that required him to take his shirt off. Oh, you have no idea. He's. Was, yeah, but, was he not shirtless in this? Because I just no. keep seeing shirtless pictures of him on Facebook. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> and I wasn't. Like, I haven't seen the season yet, so I was but, just. But, I wasn't sure. But that was Sean Astin from Fifty First Dates. Sean Astin has two modes, as I've come to understand, because he's a big triathlon running guy. He's. In season mode, and then when he's he's out of season mode, this was definitely out of season Sean Astin. But that's do you understand that's, your that, audience that's, here? Yeah, I that, understand. But oh, like yeah. in season Sean Astin, the head stays the same size, yet the rest of him just oh, gets cut. Mm. Yeah, like, how do you run with him in like yeah. races? Yeah, yeah uh, my first Disney marathon, uh, we we cross paths. Oh, yeah. I, oh. I I complimented him on the strain because that was what he was like most recently oh. in at that time. I think he had Sorry. just died on that show. Did anybody ever finish that show? By the way, no. Um, books, the final yes. season, I think, is still airing. I think the final. No, they have, I think they wrapped up. Did they? Did they finally wrap it up? Yeah, Total shows... side. We'll talk later. Yeah. but I'm curious how that ended. So, Stranger Things two is worth it because Pat and I have not watched it yet. Oh, it's so worth it. I yes. want to. Except yes. episode seven. No, fuck that. Episode seven. What? <laughs> Even though it. That's it, the one that's like the most reviled, like, but like on social media. Honestly, if you know about what they potentially are going to do for the future, it makes sense about why they had to do that episode, because. Right. It has a necessary beat for the overall arc for season season two. What? And it sets up a bunch of shit for the rest people, of the seasons. People did not like episode seven. Oh, oh bitch, no, they, go, fucking, no. they fucking hated it. Go Google a BuzzFeed article about it. That it was that, widely panned. That fucking episode like made me cry. Yes, like it oh. was. It but, was one of the. I mean, it was without getting into spoilers. Yes, yeah. you understand what happened at the end of the episode right before that. And what they went back to. Yeah. So episode seven is like a big stinky turd in the middle of what the fuck? Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> episode seven. Episode seven leaves another group of characters at like a a oh fuck, and then it it jumps back. You should really when, watch this. Season. I, I well I will. We just but that's why I liked it. Um, we got I mean, time it, coming up. Yeah, I I could care less. I it it didn't grip me the same way that it gripped the nation. Well, okay, let me so ask I'm you. So I mean, I'll watch it because you know me, and I will just fucking watch it. What? And we gotta watch Punisher too. Yeah, I what, started watching it. Uh, and the Runaways coming up in coming that's, at least two that's days. not out two days. What? A two days. I'm just what? saying, you have a little two bit of time. Days. What year is this set? It's it's right after. It's like maybe it's it's, it's the later year. It's eighty three. So the the first How season ends. They have not aged very much. It's so like they're, they're still, still at 12. 
12, 13? Oh, they're a little older than me because I was sitting there in my uh, at the hair place yesterday, and I'm sitting there thinking about Stranger Things, and I'm like, oh my god, they're my age. When I was that, like, that, it's exactly my age. You're but, the younger sister's age yeah. of the one character. Slightly younger, I guess, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Which Nerds. is why I was talking about Pat's resonance maybe with that in mind. And the 80s is entirely when I was a kid. Oh, see, that's the thing. Stranger yeah. Things, I used to think like I was an 80s kid. The problem is I'm not. We're not 80s kids. You're like kids. half. No, we're, we're, we're late, late 80s. 80s. Late, late 80s. 80s. Yeah. Like I'm a late 80s. I was born 1983. Right, but, but our I appreciation. Remember everything they referenced. Right. Like my our appreciation is more so the late 80s, early 90s. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only appreciate the things I do because I watched you do it. That makes sense. So mm-hmm. like all these games, like especially when I talk about like, oh, like all these games from the NES era, like I wasn't old enough to appreciate beating those games. I could play them. But I watched you beat yeah. them. Yeah. So I, it gave or me a... Or struggle like E.T. and Raiders in the Atari. Yeah. Or like Empire. Like, oh, wow, I'm flying over the same AT-AT <laughs> like every fucking five oh, seconds. And they, they, they've they got some they've got some Oingo Boingo oh. on the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh. So I'm... Oh. Like the arcade scenes oh. alone. All about it. Good. Yeah. Makes but, everybody want to go play Dig Dug. <laughs> Dig Dug sucked too. Ooh. It does. But it's fun. I don't know. I still enjoy it. So definitely worth watching. Yes. yes. Oh, of yes. course. All right. All right. Now, was that, that was yours? Or that was mine. What about you? Uh, actually, uh, we've been getting through most of the first season, uh, hopefully the first season, of Future Man. Uh, is that good? Hulu- oh. It actually is really good. Did everybody here watch the first season of Preacher? Yes. 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 Uh, do you re- Pat hasn't. Do you remember the uh, the the, the second-in-command under, uh, what's his name, the meat uh, yeah. owner? In Preacher, he's very much a one-note. He like he beats his wife, I say in air quotes. And in Future Man, he has given the best lines in the entire season. He is funny. He is like straight out of the 80s, but he's from the future. It's it's funny. It doesn't do very accurate love to like what a game should be, but the love of a game. Hey, neither did Last Starfighter, so there you go. Right, yeah. but like they play off that joke in the first episode, like... Like the people come back in time, and like they they talk to this one guy who just beats the game, played by Josh Josh Hutcherson, um, and he's like, "Oh, this is Last Starfighter." They're like, "What are you talking about? What's Last Starfighter?" Like, "No, this is totally Last Starfighter." But going on from there, it's very crazy, timey wimey, wibbly wobbly stuff. They're jumping around from the past is to the present to the future. Rick and Morty or Doctor Who? Definitely more Rick and Morty because yeah. it's from the writers of Sausage Party. And it was produced <laughs> yeah. by Seth Rogen. That makes a lot of that sense. That explains everything. There's a lot of dick jokes and, and sexual innuendo. And like at one point later on in the show, the time machine they use starts getting kind of messed up. And so body parts start getting swapped on people. <laughs> so for one instance, the two main males swap penises. And the guy who had the bigger cock that now has the other guy's smaller cock is like, you fucking cock pirate. You stole my cock. cock <laughs> Give me my cock back. All right. It's, it's really funny. It's half hour episodes. So it's oh, pretty. Okay. Oh, easy watch. It's yeah. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty easy watch. And I, I think you should just watch it to see if, kind of like Rick and Morty, if, if it's your sense of humor. I think I'd love it. I just have to. And the whole season is up on Hulu. Because yeah. Hulu. Yeah, all of it. I'm glad they didn't Handmaid's Tale that shit. And like Ugh. one episode a week. Handmaid's thing. Tale, you don't want to mainline that shit. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah but intense. still, like, I like it when you give me the bulk and yeah. then I can kind of spread it out how I like. And I don't have to, like, sit there and let it collect. I got you. I, I do appreciate I mean, it. For certain shows, I'm sure it works, but I do appreciate Hulu's trying to, in essence, kind of keep that traditional TV feel. Yeah, I mean, with, look, look who's the ownership. It's traditional yeah, networks. I mean, because, I mean, it is, t- like, certain shows, you kind of need that, that, 
breadth and openness to be able to be like, okay, cool. Well, certain shows are written to it. Yeah, like, well, certain yeah. shows are yeah. written to that. Oh, what's going to happen next? Ah, come back next week. Well, some are and some aren't because like difficult people was um, weekly. And it really didn't, like, yeah, from that's... one episode to the next, it didn't have a lot of overarching plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it I, I do appreciate that. I do enjoy, like, it, it, in a lot of those cases, I will a lot of times wait until the end of their season. Before you go back and then and I'll go watching. back and I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll watch two episodes today and I'll watch two episodes tomorrow or whatever. So I, I'll break it up that way. But it kind of is cute that they're... It, separating themselves and distinguishing themselves from Netflix where Netflix is always like bam all episodes drop this day right yeah. so it gives you a little bit of a different feel to it yeah yeah but this one at least you have the option just if you want to watch it all I wouldn't recommend watching it all definitely like do it break it up because it you know it's probably it's not that right tone like I still look at Sausage Party and think oh, it was okay but it was really just beating you over the head with trying to be offensive yeah and this I one I mean that's a Seth Rogen party yeah. That's Preacher. Yeah. And Preacher for season one had my love. Season two kind of lost me a bit. I, we didn't, oh, we, we should add that in there then. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we, that that deserves an unpacking that I don't think we have time for. Sure. But seriously, it's, uh, I, I did enjoy the way it ended. Eric, what about you? What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite's probably the current season of Will and Grace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, th- I was shocked we were at a friend's Thanksgiving last night. And a room full of gay men and, and lesbian or lesbian adjacent. And they're like, yeah, we're not really watching it. What? Really? It's but, not necessarily like that huge gay staple anymore. I just yeah. was shocked because our group is in there solidly in their 30s and into low early 40s. That's like perfect Will and Grace like age range. But I the thing like. is... Is it, the it, sense of humor updated? Is it oh, current? Oh, yeah. It's the scary. sense of humor is definitely updated. I mean, the first episode well, back was kind of rough. There were two rough episodes overall. The rest of it We've really had good. six. And well, you haven't even watched the last one, have you? No. Did, I, the last one I saw uh, was, was the... When Rosario dies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That, is and that awesome. one was pretty touching. I mean, <sighs> but I don't know. I like. I don't know. I kind of saw that coming. So, well, like, well yeah. she didn't sign on to come yeah. back. So she didn't sign on to come back. She's so I'm really like, old, and they're not. And they're not gonna bring on somebody to play her. So I'm like, they go kill her off. I did appreciate the fact that they still did mention her because even when was it was she Irish? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the other maid the comes other in. She's like, did Rosario send you? Like, so I did appreciate that. Even though she wasn't on screen, she was referenced before she they killed her. She died in yeah. the episode off screen. I, I know, but earlier in the season, oh, before yeah. that, before you just kill the character, that at least there's reference that because we've always known that there's a shit ton of of you know servants because in the original run of the show, um, she I mean, had, you had other, driver, you had cook, you had yep, and because it will, <laughs> what names. <laughs> What names? Well, this is Karen we're talking about. <laughs> well, it, it's always the it's the the rich people trope because even okay, I'm super gay. Uh, in my stories in General Hospital, the quartermains, which are like the central like rich rich family, they always had a, a cook that they just called Cook, and then when Cook died, wow. they brought in Cook too. Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Oh. But they literally just reference their cook as cook, and then now the new one is cook too. Can I ask a random question? Yes. Does Alan Quartermain figure into the stories of the Quartermains? Of course he does. Really? He's is the he? patri- He's uh, uh, well, he's not the patriarch. Edward Quartermain was the patriarch. He was the 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 head of. He's the he was the the grifter 
that that turned to fortune and then changed his name. But and became, Alan Quartermain is he, a character out of is he played by Sean Connery? Oh. Yeah, I mean maybe then. That's why I was no okay. no. But they do have an Alan Quartermain and then they had Alan Junior. See, the problem is the last time that anybody has any association with that name it was LXG, and nobody likes to remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so Eric, I'm sorry to hijack your favorite. Will and Grace. So That's back okay. to Will, Will and Grace. Grace. He's not. And, he's not sorry at all. And then I uh, binged the current season of The Voice this weekend. We because, started it. Yeah, because I was playing WoW, and that just made a good second screen mm-hmm. with the sexiest man alive. Oh God! Blake <laughs> um, listen, y'all can fucking dry heave all you want. I think he's hot as fuck. I mean, I get it. I it, get it. Dad bod is in. Well, dad bod is, is the thing. And this is the thing. That's why and I let myself go a little bit and get that it's, up. It's mm. it's not so much his physical Fat looks. Roll. It's just listening to him speak. Hey y'all, he's you think he's it's, it's, it's not it's, it's not the drawl. It's just he doesn't come off intelligent in any way, and that's fine. You just shut the fuck attractive? up. Is that right? Dumb oh, as shit. I don't oh, find do what? Okay, Does good. he find just it attractive? Sure. That is fucking catnip for this this guy right here. Fucking... Is it because you know you don't need to conversate with him? Yes. We don't need to. Talk. I don't have to. We can try. just get down to business. Listen, he could just keep on pounding the fucking uh, the whiskey because, mm. like, Bill was telling us that like he would have meetings. Bill Morrison would he, they he would just have his fucking bottle oh. of whiskey. He's like six foot five. Wait, not Bill. Yeah. I thought it was um, um, not Bill. I th- no, I thought it was Bill that was telling us about that. No. Is was whis- it somebody else? Is whiskey code for something? Yes, cocaine. He did. The- oh, Danny. Yeah, did. Yes. Oh, it was Danny. Okay. Pound in the whiskey. That is hilarious to me that you've. Well, listen, it's too. It's straight guys. I get it. I see. I'm taking him as a Budweiser guy. I mean, something always right about. Oh God, no whiskey, whiskey. Um, but he's. Like okay, there's other stuff that's that like he's just fucking stupid as fuck. Like I get it. Yeah, but he got Gwen, so hey, must be saying uh, something right. Yeah. Obviously, oh but yeah, it's that's, that, it's that, back that whole rivalry bromance thing with Adam Levine. It just turns me off. Okay, I wasn't sure where you're going with that. No, no, no. <laughs> not, 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 the turn on, turn off. Okay, yeah. okay. No, but some of his music is I listen Austin. I Austin fucking love is that a great song. song. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that song, he did that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there's some songs like I've been listening to his newer shit, but like with most musicians, like I listen to their older stuff and I'm good with it. But yeah, it's pretty much if it's country, it's outside my radar. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand if you want to morally object to him as a person. Yeah, but this whole like sexiest man, like it's a fucking. Contest people, that People Magazine. People Magazine does, and I'm sh- it's all based off of the whose fucking PR firm can fucking they, get them to do they it. They named George Clooney one year, and I'm like, I, I, I wasn't mad choice. at that. I mean, you know, that's <sighs> the same thing for pretty much anything. That's that's politics. That's the Oscars. That's if you got the money to campaign hard enough. Oh, you know, for sure. Get it. Well, currently and, in the political climate, there's a lot of down home boys. Yeehaw! They're trying exactly. to make America great again. They're trying. But I mean, like you have all these things of like. Make, Henry Cavill or Jason Momoa, and like these are very attractive men. And next year could be Idris Elba. Like any, like there is so oh, many. Don't people. get, don't get. Oh my god! Don't please don't mention. That's that's, that's on my wife's uh, list. Yeah, yeah. Oh my she god! Down with the, she down with the swirl. She down with the swirl. <laughs> oh man, she loves Idris. She go. She go give. What she was go funny? Give you a quadroon baby. What was funny? Say a quadrant baby. <laughs> quadroon. Oh, quadroon. What was funny is when we went and saw Thor Ragnarok. 
The scene she got out, she's like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, is right when they cut to Heimdall getting the people out. It's like, oh, she, no. if she gets back, she's like, like, you literally just missed your boy. Oh, oh no. With his, with his crazy gold contacts and mm-hmm. shit. Oh, no. And his leave, soul glow hair. Leave the contacts Man, in, baby. There's some waves in that, too. <laughs> See yeah. all oh. over this country. So, well, although I have heard that apparently. The, the tabloid rumors of that uh, Jennifer Hudson and Miley Cyrus won't be coming back at all. They are. It's going to be Kelly Clarkson and uh, Alicia Keys next season. Well, no, I know, but they oh. they will tend to rotate out and like all like. Oh, when's CeeLo okay. coming back? Because yeah, because oh, when he started out with the certain when, when his, his yeah, yeah, yeah. when his career comes back exactly. Oh. But they they do two seasons back to back. They film oh, very close oh, together gotcha. two seasons, so that's why they ended up on a rotating. Um, like Christina would, Christina would do one season and then not be, and then she'd come back, and it was because of their shooting schedule and her desire to not like be in that studio for you know eight months in a row or whatever. But I've, I've heard that um, I don't know the details about Miley, but apparently the big like tabloid thing is that um, Jay Hud is like super super diva on the set. Shocker. I mean, Maddie agrees. Madeline. So, what about um, your favorite show, Pat? Oh, you know what? It's weird. Like, there's really not anything that completely jumps out. Like that is like, oh my god, great, great television. I'm enjoying all of my favorites. Like, there isn't really anything new. Um, I will just say for those of you who do watch your stories, like I do, <laughs> General Hospital's been fantastic. Um, they got new writers, and it sweeps. So this is where all the big stories happen. <laughs> Um, Sweeps week. Did they have a Halloween story? Did they have like a they ghost didn't or something this year. Sometimes Yay! they'll do oh. it. Sometimes they'll do it. They didn't do it. We're coming up for the Thanksgiving uh, at the quarter mains with uh, the pizza. Is that when they all sing? Yes, I remember that. Yes. Have, have you been watching The Good Place? Yes. <gasps> oh, so good. Oh I know The Good Place oh is really good. God. Superstore has been really good. Yep. Um, Last Man on Earth has been really good. Although this last episode was really kind of bizarre with. Um, Kristen Shaw's character giving birth. Like, it was really, really weird. I made it through the first half of the first season on Last Man on Earth. Oof. It changes a lot. That's what I mean. It changes. When they kept bringing in new people, it was like, wow, okay. So they're bringing in, like... The show, the, the title doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But it was just like, the first half being just him and Kristen Shaw, I was like... I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Yeah, because that's a lot. That's it's two people. It's a lot of very strange. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, it, it definitely it changes. It grows. It evolves. It gives you more of a, um, like, some of the more, like, as the seasons progress, it's more reprehensible stuff. And it's like the whole, like, I wouldn't fuck you if you were the last man on Earth. Like, the, the title. The meaning changes. The meaning changes versus it just being, this is the last man on Earth proper. Right. Um, so a lot of those shows are the middles and it's farewell season, which got two extra episodes they added on. Oh wow! Yeah, to to give it, um, it's good. I don't. I it's this Thanksgiving episode made me tear up at the end a little bit because they started to kind of flashback to all. This is their ninth one, so they did flashbacks oh. to like the different like episodes over the years, and it was very it was very touching. So you can see like they're now they're like all right, let's start to play with the emotions a little bit. Um, but I think if I were to pick one series that is overall, I think the most enjoyable is Fresh Off the Boat. Mm. Yes. The only thing that I had a problem with was that they did not even bother to mention Eddie's puberty. 
Like they literally go from the the first episode of the season, they recap the end of last season, and he is like one height and one voice tone, and then the show starts with him in that first scene, and he is taller with a different voice. And it's just kind of funny. Like I get that these kids are child actors, and this is the point in time where they should be dealing with all of that. But I was like, could somebody just please fucking mention the fact that he like he hit puberty? Like they, it just they could have just walted his ass and written him off the show. Yeah, uh, well, like no, you change too fast. Off the show you go. But no, but they've been handling like they've been tackling a lot of um, really socially relevant in this day and age topics. But in the nineties, <laughs> like it's kind of interesting and weird, and it shows where. Like, we should have continued... Like, that should have been the case in the 90s. And by 2017, none of these things should be an issue anymore. Mm-hmm. We obviously did not, as a society, go <laughs> that way. Uh, <laughs> we learned nothing. And then no. you get that whole societal thing about sociology. Like, oh, it's a cyclical thing. And for every advance we have, we're going to be sent back... <coughs> Trump. <coughs> back a little bit. But, you know, hey, that's fine. Yeah. But they have a lesbian bar on the show, which um, the bartender is on General Hospital as well. The, the big black woman. She's, she has that same, like, that is her character. She was in a Mr. Clean commercial and, as and well. I love her. And there was that scene with a, a with so, woman's daughter. So, Honey, their neighbor, Honey, and um, I can't remember the, um, the older guy. He's been on, like, everything. You would know him if you saw him. Um, their daughter came out as a lesbian, like, to Eddie. And then comes out to Honey. She's on the. She ends up going to the lesbian bar because and and stumbles on her stepmom and the neighbor just hanging out there because, you know, that's they just hang out there, and um, it's hysterical because then they also have Jessica, the 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 mother for the uh, for the Wong family, uh, realize that it's a lesbian bar. <laughs> it all just kind of happens. <laughs> yeah, and and they had this whole real like big poignant coming out episode, and it it really. It was done really, really well to the point where I was like... I love the woman at the jukebox. She's just like... <laughs> what were, do you remember the two songs that were queued up? I uh, can't remember. It was remember. like C26 and like B whatever. Like B19 and C26. And then when Honey was, was okay with her coming out as a lesbian, she's like, C26. And then I was sitting here, come to my window. <laughs> wow. I was like, steer into the stereotype. It was great. It was. <laughs> oh, it was even better when she she tried to tell her dad during family movie night. Uh-huh. And she she couldn't. And then Honey slips and hits the ju- uh, the the, uh, the boom box and says, starts playing come to my window. <laughs> and she's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, fresh off the boat, if you haven't seen it, um, I'm really happy that the show is still doing so well. George Takei was just on this uh, this most recent episode. Yep. Oh my. And was probably... Uh, oh I've never wanted to punch George Takei in my life. A lot of people do these days. Well, we'll see. Mm. Uh, but his character, and he did it so well, was just so annoying. And it was hysterical at the same time. But it, it's, it's doing well to the third season. We're almost at the halfway point of season yep. three, so you know, hopefully, long life and uh, it, it, it survived the all American girl curse. So, oh. <laughs> which I bought for six bucks on DVD. Nice. I still haven't opened it. I yet. saw that. I saw that the last time I was pet sitting for you. Yeah, because so, I love Margaret Cho, and that show actually, I'm sure it doesn't hold up anymore. But that show back in the day was fucking hysterical, and groundbreaking, only because she incorporated the Ass Master skit. Into the show. <laughs> That's great. The so, what's your least favorite show then? 
Say it. Say are, it. We, are we doing least? We're doing that. We're going back around. Oh, okay. Are we going back around? Okay. Yeah. Now we'll go. Now we'll go is reverse this, order. Is this the rest of the episode? <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, TV's always our longest. <laughs> okay, so I will give an honorable mention to, and it's it's sad because there were so many people on my Facebook, um, including Brad Lokley, who love this show, and we're so sad to hear that it got canceled. But difficult people. Um, yeah, I just heard I that. wanted to punch them both in the face. <laughs> Except this last season, especially towards the end, really kind of like that last episode. You, you've all you've now seen oh, is I the saw. final episode. That last episode was probably the best thirty-ish minutes of like television that they put together. It was really well done. And what's funny to me is they said they canceled it, but that episode felt very much like the end of the season. They wrapped it all up and tied it back to the. Oh first yeah, time no, they met. no, no, no. Like, I I think that they knew. Yeah, I think they that had they to. had an idea that. I mean, okay. you could always still do more, but it was a perfect bow on the end of that season. Oh, for sure, and I think yeah. that's why because it it wrapped up and told the story, versus just giving them a scenario to be horrible Cunt, people. Cunty about yes, like that's a, that's the show about being cunty. Hey, yes. what what do twinks eat? Go for it. Ah, yes. <laughs> that's the that's like the only thing I've seen of the show. Oh, I don't. Is that one moment where oh. she's just like, "Should I bring snacks?" He's like, "I don't know." Hey, what do Twinks eat? And the one the one waiter. Oh. Ah, yes. Nice. Oh, I can't stand him. <laughs> and then he was on that show with the, the Amy Sedaris show. Oh yeah, Mom? as the neighbor. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my Mom. God, I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so what's your what's your actual least favorite show? Uh, it's a tie because honestly Gotham is still so fucking horrible I, why? I, I, why? Bro- I've why? broken the curse I've broken the curse I haven't watched any of this season and I'm like so excited no. because I gave up halfway through season one and then Brian had his meltdown about the end of season <laughs> one and I realized I had made the right decision and I've been good because I've kept up about like, oh, this is going on in season two. It's the the time of the villains, or this is. It's oh, a, it's are a we dark on season night. three or four? I don't even We're know anymore. Four. four. Like, We're on four. The only the part fucking dumpster fire that is Gotham. It I is. Black, I black away light from. bulb, black light bulb, proto Batman. I think was just so terrible that yeah. I was like, I can actually go into this and not watch any of it and be fine. Did you see it after he got the, the suction cup mask that Alfred oh, gave him? Oh my god. Okay. I, I googled that on YouTube and I was like, nope, this oh, is now even he's, worse. Now he's just 18 and owns a club and is getting drunk all the time, which I still don't understand Wait, how that so fucking happened. Wait, now hang on. So that's Arrow season one. Uh, <laughs> They've yeah. already done this. Wow. Yes. Um, now hold on, hold on. I will say this because I've seen a couple bits and pieces of the show, of, the, of what you're watching. They have brought Professor Pig in what? I saw that. Played I saw by that. Sweeney Todd himself, Michael Cerverus. What? Deliciously played by. So I um, will say Until this. they did a fucking. Um, until they did Chicago. Did they do a musical what? episode? No. Um, but the Sweeney Todd. The Sweeney Toddiest moment of the season. They did it to the Sublock Tango. Of course they did. That sounds amazing, though, in a ridiculous way. But it's Michael Cerverus. I would love that so much because See, it's him. No, because th- th- don't do this to me because this is what <laughs> happened when they were like, B.D. Wong's going to be Hugo Strange. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to watch an episode don't, with B.D. Wong's no, no, no. And it, it sucked me back in. If you it want sucked good me- B.D. Wong... Watch Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. Do you know about his character, Mr. Yes, Robot? Yes, I know about his character, Mr. Robot. Fucking 
brilliant and amazing. All right, so so but the the only uh, so Poison Ivy has now drank a whole bunch of stuff. She's gonna come back as a new actress. They're on their third Poison Ivy again. again? Yes, Are yeah. you fucking serious? No, new Poison Ivy's coming. Oh, God damn it. Um, the only kind of good thing about it was that Butch is now shirtless. Solomon Grundy, yes, and shirtless. Oh, the and comic furry. Bears God damn it. Yes. Damn it, you're going to just put just, me back in that no, fucking just, prison. No, trust me, because it's really not worth anything else. But um, I can't remember the guy that plays Butch's. Uh, yeah, I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name. Um, but he is like barrel chested. And it's in this. It's mind you, it's underneath this like creepy white like zombie like powder makeup that they have on him. Don't threaten me with a good time. Um but you're just making it more enticing, right? He just he comes out of the fucking swamp with all the Indian Hill like radioactive shit in like torn pants, and they do the Solomon Grundy like they do the the whole Born origin Monday, story. Blah, blah, blah. He goes he comes out of the swamp and he he finds these like three guys like uh, like you know gypsy like you know I'm sitting by a fire. That's an offensive I'm term. sorry. They're called Romani. Romani. Thank you. I know that's not even like the term. They're usually they're usually, they're usually, they're usually oh. werewolves. Oh well. What? What? <laughs> Again, don't threaten me with a good time. But then he, he ends up killing them, and then the like knocks like knocks into the the the. Uh, Victrola plant because you know because they can't decide what fucking time period this is. No. We've got Victrolas and <laughs> vinyl no. and cell phones. I know I'm actually I know, okay with that. Actually, I know what that is. It is it is what they did for the Batman the animated series and that decade. It is called Dark Deco. Yes, it is. It's that, called whatever the fuck we need to advance this plot. True, yes. but, so, it, but it's, it's dark, Gotham. It's, it's basically dark it's, it's Gotham, which is always like 1940s meets current day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even current day like current cell phones. It was like old school flip phones, like just after the Star Tech. Yeah, like where they were slim. It's whatever's convenient for plot. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. a, that is it. Yeah. But yeah, but and then it's, it plays the whole Solomon Grundy, Born on a Monday, all this whole thing. Um, but he's now come out of his whole. Solomon Grundy thing, and now, like, uh, oh. Tigress has gotten to him. And- oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities.
abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Now he knows he's butch again. And oh. I think that was kind of where, where it dropped I off. I know that. Um, but oh. my, other, my other tie... Get, get to it. Let's go. Is American Horror Story. Here we go. Oh. Who's all watching? And they this? just wrapped up, didn't they? Well, they did. It, it we haven't seen up. the last I episode. Haven't, I haven't watched any of it. Because so it's, it's normally. Nope. It's, it's normally, on my DVR. It's I haven't only watched 10 episodes. Since season two. All right. So, Why do you not like it? Talk about it. Okay. So overall, this season is fine for what it is. It's not American Horror Story, though. Had <laughs> it, If it wasn't such a fictionalized story. This would have probably worked well as a um, ACS, not AHS, American crime story. Uh-huh. Like when he's doing the um, assassination of um, Versace. Right. And he did People OJ. versus OJ. Yeah. Um, Which isn't his show, by the way. It's, it's him and somebody else. Like, but more somebody else. Well, no. And, but that's fine. But like, this would have worked had they done something. Had there been something. Like, it, it felt more like it should have fallen into one of those categories where it's fictionalized but it's this but it didn't have that same it didn't feel like American Horror Story it's, it's a heightened reality it's not necessarily yes. a supernatural yes. or it's a horror it's horror as social commentary right. more than which horror is wh- as horror which is why um, it's more like Get Out than other no it, it, it's Wait, was like that a comedy or a musical <laughs> it's like season four oh. of American okay, Horror Story sure. which was mostly social commentary except for the Halloween episode with the um, what was season four season four was the Freak Show oh that was, that was Freak oh, Show yeah okay where the 1970s were essentially terrible for people who weren't white yes who weren't white and had normal bodies. So that the, it would, and and while that works as a show, it doesn't unless you have a supernatural element. Which Freak Show had a very slight one with the uh, with the the reason they don't perform on Halloween. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, yeah. But but that's oh. yeah. I see what you're I see what you're saying because that's why a lot of people jump ship in season four because they're like, I get the horror aspect, but the freaks aren't the horror part. It's you know what it's it is? what's being done man to them. Is, man yeah. is the real monster. It's exploring what it means to be in a cult. Yes. And it uses historical cults as part of the story. My, and it's based loosely on the results of the election. Oh, but I think that, but that's my problem. I know. You've talked to me. It's way that. too early for that. And I don't think that's true. I, uh, I feel like, for me, it's perfectly time. If you're going to make it a horror, like American horror story, you need to remove, you need time removed from it if you want to do like an american crime story or a show where it's a it's a social commentary of today and you want to use that stuff i don't feel it's like it's an odd vehicle i, I understand it's, what you're it's saying not, it, yeah it is it's an extremely odd but vehicle if you take the vehicle part of it out if you take the idea that it's horror story there are still some horror tropes in this show they have a whole scene where they go around with a uh is it a nail gun pneumatic yeah. nail gun and they like take turns sh- shooting nails into this guy's head they have killer quote unquote well actually no not even quote unquote they have killer clowns in this series but and it's yeah. not like twisty where no. twisty was this like enigmatic being it's worse than twisty because it is so explained and understood you get why they're doing it at the end and see this is my thing this, this I think I think at the end of the day so it horrifies you it does the people that are watching this hey. and get the social commentary are not the people that need to get the social commentary of what's going on in this day and age 
and I think that's why. First off, I'm 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 way too. It's still it hasn't been enough time for me to even fucking want to entertain anybody being like rah rah Trump. Well, because it's still it's still developing. Well, that's yeah. Well, exactly. That's still a, it's still a, we're still we're still taking it day by day. Yeah. Oh, by the way, topical fun fact. Uh, Charles Manson uh, just died. Oh, did he actually oh, die? Because yeah. he, act- he was he was like on death's door for a while there. Yeah, right? no, and he, they even referenced that in the show. Yeah, yeah, he, he. I think, and I think it was literally. I think it may have been last week, or it may have been early. Oh, uh, he waited till his scenes were over. I in, mean, David, uh, in David, David Cassidy's on crit- in critical condition now too. I saw that. Yeah. Anyway, the, the final sacrifice. So clearly, well, and this is this is the thing. Good art. I don't care if it's TV, movies, whatever it is, p- paintings, music, is divisive. And I will say this, I have not heard anyone who is just like, meh, about American Horror Story this season. They either love it or they hate it. Nine mm. a- Charles Manson died nine hours ago. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, so wow. he definitely made it. He, he just wanted to see how this, this season wrapped up, and then he was fine. So from a perspective, and we haven't last, seen the last episode, supposedly it's quite a shocker as well. But this is... Honestly, I don't, I don't know if there's really been... like. I, I will say this. I, my opinion on the show is my opinion. No, and course, obviously, and, and unlike other people in the world. All right, no, he's still alive. I, uh, <laughs> is he not dead? It's the internet. Nobody knows. I'm <laughs> Nobody pretty knows. I, I think he's still alive. Didn't this just happen with some other person for a while? Oh, Tom Petty. Oh, Petty's he's dead. dead. Yeah, oh, no, no, Petty's still alive. At least that was in the span of an afternoon. Oh. This is, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it, it it I I am not I'm not appreciating the season. The last honestly, a lot of the last seasons I've not loved. I watch them because I'm a goddamn completionist and Will I've now seen them all. And you'll this hate season watch. is more yeah. coherent than others though recently. You know, it, it does all tie together pretty well. You, yes, but a lot of it just seems to be out of plot convenience. Um, and quite honestly, there are points where I'm just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? This is." Wait, are you saying when they try to have that impregnation, that whole scene that totally jumps a fleet of sharks and lands in Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, and yeah. I totally agree. That's a ridiculous beat in the story. That if I had to pick anything out of it, I'd say get rid of that. That take that's stupid. So we'll we'll spoil this one really. Not even a necessary portion of the the show. What is with Ryan so, Murphy's obsession with birth and pregnancy? And oh no! But it, it then probably gold star, maybe platinum. I don't know. It dives into incest and craziness because Evan Peters' character as the cult leader needs to impregnate and bring a messiah into the world, like you do. And the only woman he trusts is his sister. So <laughs> he's going to. So Played this by is Billy Lord. So of course, Lord. Oh, sorry. Lord, it's... Lord, Lord it's... Lord, Lord. Lord. No, Lord, she's not Madonna's daughter. Lord, it's Carrie Fisher Jr. Yes. Wow. Um, simplification. He's sorry. going to fuck the gay guy in the ass. Colton Haynes. Oh! While... I saw a gif of that on Tumblr. Not Roy. Well, no, but like they don't actually Roy show this. It's a different... It? That's From a different Arrow? gif. Is it? Oh, okay. yes. But oh. he's going to... Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Sorry. I didn't know that. I don't know. I was trying to finish my sentence. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Colton Haynes is on Arrow. I didn't yeah. Know that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He's a horrible guy. It's his fake gray is the problem. No, it's just the fact that he's just a horrible, like, 
opportunistic guy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, he is friends with Chris Kardashian. So. Uh, well, oh. Or Chris Jenner. Oh. Jenner. Chris Jenner. I haven't shared my shit and changed your name. Let's carry on. Okay. I'm no, done no. talking about trying to describe this scene. Eric, uh, Eric what, what show do you hate? Um, I'm not really watching anything that I hate right now. Shut oh, up! God damn it. <laughs> I am. What do you hate? The Orville. I hate that I actually like it. Oh, I see what you uh, did there. Like, and this they is, got a season two. Like, this is yeah. the only thing where it, it confuses me so much because every episode I want to hate it. And then by the end, I'm like, that was actually not bad. It's good Trek from what everyone who I know who loves Trek. It's like, fuck you, Seth MacFarlane. Right. You're not supposed to be this good of a Trek fan. It's not meant to be dumb comedy, even if that's still sort of there. Right, I know. It's just good like, Trek. The, uh, the first episode that was like it really sank in, Like he might actually know what he's doing was uh, like three or four episodes into the first season where it was the one species that is primarily male. Oh, yes. And they yes. have like the whole gender identity we thing with their baby this. born yep. as a female. Yep. It's just like... Wow, that was actually pretty heady stuff. Yeah. I mean, I watched the first episode, which, even though it has the deliciously sinful, sorry, sinfully delicious, Victor Garber. Oh, yeah. Is that that it? What? Sinfully delicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. You always love doing that. No. Not doing it. Sad. What? Hashtag. He likes to remind me that Victor Garber. I'm Will and Grace. Yeah, Will and Grace. Uh-huh. Victor Garber was a an a, an old gay like commercial star, and Will tries to get him, or no, Jack tries to get him for a commercial. Uh-huh. And he was a sinfully delicious cocoa devil, and just yeah. But he always does the impression. Not today. Hmm. Go back to an older episode. Yeah, go back in our feed. No, so I that, that I think that's the only one that has Victor Garber in it. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, that's all I've seen. And, and that it's, one's mixed, certainly. But yeah. you can see the potential for, like, no, it's, it's a straight-up good Trek show. It's it's hit its stride. I haven't even tried Star Trek Discovery. I've heard a lot of mixed things about how they're trying to make it more edgy. It's, and they're throwing in profanities and nipples and Klingon sex, sex scenes. Yeah. and nipples. Like, I've only watched the first episode of that, too, and because I'm not paying for the stupid service. But... It has potential, and it's Brian Fuller to some extent. So well, I'm yeah, like the DNA. But, like, Orville seems much more in line Classic. with the Star Trek Next Generation feel. And it's actually pretty good. But I hate the fact that it's that good. Why do you hate Seth MacFarlane? I don't hate Seth MacFarlane. I just... His live shows usually are super shitty. Like, they just they can't hold up. Mm. And this is the first time a live action show of his is actually... Well, maintained. I, I think I hate it because you still see the Seth MacFarlaneisms creep in every now and then, and it's just like, damn it, no, pick one or the other. Don't do both. Don't have like the small banter back and forth thing when you're trying to talk about some bigger issue. Like I, I it's fine, but it's like I want, either I want my Star Trek or I want the Family Guy, and I just won't watch Family Guy. So I want you to pick one. Understood. I don't want my peanut butter and my chocolate together. Damn it. <laughs> it it's a yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> BJ, what about you? Um. I don't really see. I'm like Pat. I hate watch. Pick a surprising thing you thought you'd hate and you love. Um, I can't. I I don't. I don't have like. Listen, a, I hate watch, and that's the point. Is that you, you have to hate watch it if you're gonna sit there and be like. Actually, I got one. I got it. All right, good. The gifted. Oh, okay. good. Because I'm right there with Thank you. Thank you for bringing this and, up. And 
and it was it was I was more enjoying it except for certain characters because their makeup is just fucking atrocious. Yep. But and wait, then, Jamie Chung or um, Emma? No, who plays blank? Lorna? Jamie Chung is blank, and um, uh, the the chick playing Polaris. Yeah, that's and her pacey th- ass. Like, yeah, let's powder you down even more, bitch. Yeah, where it took them until episode four to realize, to oh show- shit, she is supposed to have green hair, right? Fourth so, episode. So there was that, and then the fact that I completely forgot about the goddamn Struckers. I forgot that the Strucker kids are racist. Are the Strucker twins yes. and yeah. fucking Marvel, and they're always yeah. fucking racist yes. and the goddamn worst. Yep. Because they're Strucker's kids, and Baron Strucker was Hydra. Yes, and so now I'm like, well, he's not. They're not Baron's kids. No, they're not. But, but they're the original, yeah, they're they're in that family. Yeah. But like, and then the whole thing with the fact that I'm like, so I so I got suckered in. I was like. <laughs> Cool, I'm gonna watch this. I hate Blink's makeup, but Eclipse is hot, and I can just keep going. And I'm then- so mad that they didn't like uh, Fang Bing Bing should have like it's. And this is my problem with Justice League. Also, to tie back to that in television, when you have really good representations in one media, and then you do them again in the other, like small screen versus big screen, it really like you can't help but compare. Oh yeah, like Ezra Miller's yep. Flash versus um, uh, Scrawny White Gustin. Grant, Grant, Grant Gustin's yeah, Flash. So when you have Fang Bingbang playing Blink amazingly well in Days of Future Past, power set, like look, everything was on point. And now you give me Jamie Chung, which I, she's doing fine with, like as the role, but you're not giving me Blink. Yeah, and yeah, it, and it's and and so it's that. And then when I realized, oh no. The children are those racist assholes with different, slight, slight, with different powers. No, I think with actually, less incesty needs. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think they're casting the actual twins from the comics in a diff- they're different characters. No, no, that's not their powers. No, no. I'm saying. I think I read the other day that the, the kids aren't the Strucker twins. Yeah, they're not the Strucker but twins. They're, no, they're descendants of. I think but they're coming. Like they're going to cast them. In. Well, yeah, yeah. We haven't yeah. watched the latest one, but there was some mention of. Yeah. So like they means, tie in that family. And you yeah. have Garrett so Dillonhunt as proto Ahab. What? Oh yes. 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 See, you're getting there. Totally. It's, oh, but yeah, they, it's boy. like I feel. I don't mind. No, he he's like yeah. deliciously he's the best like part evil. Of the show. He's in it for hot like two seconds. They, but it's just they bamboozled oh, they him back. I feel not long. Yeah, he's the one that got the uh, the crazy yeah, cops like badge back. Still, so that not, means that he's there. At first, it was like I'm on the phone calling you. Oh, you don't want to talk to me? Okay, scene over. Now at least they're they're shoehorning him into the action. Can they just bring back Legion already? I know. Can I just have right? my X Men universe as Legion only. It makes uh, Legion. So my big issue is I'm tired of them just putting together random fucking characters. Right. Yes. It's the ones. Who do we need to keep contractually like locked down so we have to use them before they get well, reverted back it, to Marvel? Like half of it's not even that because the TV doesn't it doesn't equate to that. As long as they're making movies, they they control the rights. But they throw them, they're like, oh, well, let's do Polaris and Blink. And it's like, just give me a team that we all fucking know. Yeah. Even if it's a different version of, like, X-Factor or it's a different version of Mid-90s, the Exiles. Fuck like, that. Mid-90s X-Factor. Oh. Absolutely. I want strong guy. I want, I want <laughs> a strong guy I want mid-90s Generation X. Like, like even that would be oh, fine. No. Like, yeah. We did a TV movie of that. Nobody that, wants the that. The made-for-TV movie no, needs to be redeemed. Chamber. Yeah. Oh no, no, <laughs> no! Come on, um, 
Emma Frost as uh, oh. as a uh, as Labyrinth uh, David what's Bowie. What's that fucking penance? Just like red spikes, a whole bunch of leather tape thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Claws. Yes. So, but yes. do we do penance before we knew what penance was? Do of we course. do after? Okay. Before. Before. So from like issue one. Before Nanny showed up and all that shit. <laughs> So, so God, I Generation guess, X was so weird. I guess the thing that just bothers me is the fact that I just feel I feel bamboozled. I feel tricked. I feel tricked into like they they hooked me, and now they're like hoodwinked. I'm like I, I'm hoodwinked. I am completely hoodwinked. Did you say you're bamboozled? I am bamboozled. Okay. I like all these. I am confused. Um, I am confusion. <laughs> this is Kansas. Why there's no Arkansas? American explain. <laughs> American explain. <laughs> so, but yes, that's, so I that's just feel like I am confusion randomly. It's fun. What is that fun? It's a little. It's, it's like a, a six second like vine, oh. and it's a woman. And she's she's pointing at like it's a map of the U.S. on on the computer screen. And she goes, "I am confusion. Why this Kansas, but this no Arkansas? America explain." Nice. And it's just yeah, it's hysterical. I've always wondered that myself. Um. So I will say because it was brought before. Well, can I? Can I just oh, say? Sorry. To just to piggyback off the gifted, like it, it 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 bothers me that so many people like, and I get it wasn't a great show, but so many people slam in humans, and are like, oh my god, the gifted is amazing, and I'm sitting there going, I am bored to tears with the gifted, but at least somewhat interested in in humans. That's true. And Lockjaw still was amazing for eight episodes. So if yeah, humans you, you, wrapped up. You know why that is, though. Like You have people that are like pure Marvel movie fans that get a tentative uh, appreciation for Inhumans, and then gifted because it's X-Men universe, have no context because the last X-Men movie that was like, probably that one they saw was like X-Men The Last Stand. But, I'm, but even people that are like X-Men fans in my feed are all like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I'm like, yeah. Jamie, Jamie, every time I see him uh, talk about it, I'm like, Girl. I just I don't understand it. like I and I'm not an Inhumans fan like I honestly I don't like the Inhumans outside of Lockjaw mm-hmm. and you know maybe when Black Bolt is you know being sexy daddy Black Bolt but mm. like aside from that yeah like honestly like Inhumans versus X Men like none of those things like honestly I was always like you guys suck but I still kind of enjoyed the show the Inhumans the way it wrapped up it's not the worst thing that ever happened it, and at it, least they have a little bit more comic book appropriate oh, totally, outfits totally. Did, it, did it exclusively wrap up like did they get at least the writing on the wall that they weren't going to be doing anything oh, else oh I don't then... see them doing anything else no right but like did the writers know that when they, um, they shot it you could see it going into the next thing but it doesn't have to at all uh, okay they did, they put a nice bow on it okay um, so I will pick uh, At Home with Amy Sedaris as a show that frustrates me because I love Amy Sedaris so much. Ever since Strangers with Candy? Strangers with Candy is one of my favorite things that have ever been created. And this show that she's doing is very much in that DNA. It's awkward. It's weird. It's got Amy doing so many characters. But it's also mixing in this sort of um, like crafty cooking kind of like... Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart, Yes. And at first, I thought her thing was, I'm going to show you legitimate arts and crafts and cooking that you can use and then just be funny about it. But it's definitely not that. This isn't Martha and Snoop's dinner party. No, it's not. Oh. So I want to see that, too. But it, it's still so Amy that I just, I have to, I, I, I just really love her. She's just such a breath of fresh air in comedy. But so many of her jokes and things she's doing... 
Don't Land. She plays a hobo okay. in the episode. I've only seen one episode so far. But she plays a hobo, and the hobo is obsessed with feet. Amy Sedaris's feet. So they do a lot of, like, Amy on Amy action, if you will. And, like, all these, like, foot fetish jokes. And this is on True TV, so it's whatever. It's cable. doesn't matter. But, like, in the middle of her explaining, um, oh, God, what was she explaining? Like, she took popcorn painted it with no uh, nail polish, red nail polish, and put them on like a dead tree and made like the centerpiece. They were cherry blossoms. They were cherry, yeah, they cherry were, blossoms. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was how to, her quote-unquote wrench uncle was coming over for dinner, so she wanted to make a dinner that he would think was expensive but cost like little to nothing. Yeah. And it was like her fillets were shin meat shin fillets. Meat. And she to um, to make her centerpiece of cherry blossoms. She took the popcorn and painted it, and it just... her dessert was condensed milk, which if you've ever made like things like key lime pie, is a huge part of it. But literally heating up the condensed milk and just eating it out of the can, like which, as a dessert, which isn't horrible. No, it's not. It's actually delicious. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, That's what I'm saying. Condensed milk is quite delightful. But I'm just mix that with coffee. You get Vietnamese coffee. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, but what's fascinating is this is her thing. And I have not read her books, and this is to my detriment. But if it is like her books, then this is this is what it is. But, like, I just love her so much, and I want people to check it out. But, like, that one actor you don't like. Oh, yeah, the the the, from, the really flamboyant gay waiter from Difficult People. He shows up. Chris Elliott shows up as the rich uncle. That would seem like his kind of sense oh, of humor, yeah, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, All these groundlings, UCB alumni, all these people are going to show Colbert evidently makes an appearance at some point. Oh, wow. Like, but, I mean, of course they do. I mean, he, I think she is his kid's god-uncle or something. There's a whole... Anyway, long story short... She's their god-uncle? God-aunt. Godmother? Godmother. Godmother. I don't, I don't know how <laughs> She's god work. to them. She's the uncle. We're not Catholic. I don't know how these things work. No, but, like, it's just... it's it's. I thought it was, I thought it was a Catholic. It's thing. not just a Catholic. Well, Baptists thing. don't do it. I don't think Baptists do it. I mean, Baptists you have godparents it. for Henry? I mean, yeah. Actually. What? Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. Well, you're his uncle. You're related. You don't need to be one. Oh, okay. Jesus. I don't know how this my works. Great uncle's my great-uncle my godfather. My aunt's my, uh, my godmother. We never had this as yeah. kids, right? I don't know. You try to keep them with their families so that way. At least they stay somewhere. I don't remember ever having God. My, no, everybody that our parents were friends with was just uncle so and so and aunt so and so. Do it. Yeah, we, we well, no, it's to be able to. It, Who are our godparents? That's not a conversation for the damn podcast. <laughs> it's that nice way. Diversion. If anything ever happens to the parents, these are the people that you basically kind of made this agreement that they will it. they will take care of the kids. I don't get Henry if you die. That's not a conversation for the podcast. <laughs> Do I get Henry if you die? Actually, that's not a conversation for the podcast. Eric, now you go. On the, ne- on the next episode of Flame On, we discuss where Henry goes if Jeff and Melody die. Our new, our new serial podcast, Brown Dad. <laughs> anyway, Brown so Dad. I will say the show is confusing. Actually. I would give it a chance. If you, you are like- confusion. Thank you. Amy Sedaris, if you're a fan, check it out. All right. That's all the TV stuff, right? We miss anything? No, but this is a great time to tell people how they can find us on the webses, on the interwebses, uh, by going to flameonshow.com. We're on all the social medias. The World Wide Web? The World Wide Web. Oh my God. Why do they call it a web? Do you have to do that in AOL? I feel like it's a thing in AOL. Actually, it's, it's on Metacrawler. Oh. oh my God. Mindscape? What was it? Mindspring? Netscape. Netscape. Netscape, Netscape Navigator. Mindspring yes. was also a thing. Oh, God. Or the good old AOL browser. 
You have to do it with dial-up, though. Oh, if you don't get that dial-up modem sound, it's not legit. That's right. Uh, so we're on Twitter. We're on um, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, all of those. You can find all the chicklets at the bottom of flameonshow.com. We are also crowd-funded entertainment for you, the Nerdy Show Network, as well as Flame On. So if you are interested in helping to keep our shows alive and thriving, go to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and you can make a donation it could be as little as a dollar you could give us lots of money it could be a one-time thing it could be recurring do you know uh, if you do five dollars there's perks my my titties get perky at five dollars all the that, time you get, that happens too that you happens get, at Barioki when you put get our in five jar. second clip of a nip nip slip <laughs> Who? Oh, it's a random one. Whoa. <laughs> it's random, a random, oh, random slip generator. Random I love nip it. slip generator. We did, we all we all film nip slips, including past past members of the oh, show. Geez. It's actually Good procedurally luck. generated nip slips. <laughs> you like that side boob? That's my side boob. Thank you, Peter. Um, so we've talked about this, and I really want to do this, and I think we need to just gear up. We need the calendar first. No, no, no. Well, the calendar. No, all of this. Is, Oral's all not here to great. defend himself. We are inspired by other podcasts, and there is a thing they do. Oh, God. If you, if you donate, and I think Ron uh, will be the first recipient of this, if you donate and you earmark specifically to Flame On, like you say no, like you can give it to the network, whatever, but I love Flame On. At the $5 level, you, why is your microphone in your eye? <laughs> because I hate this idea. <laughs> I love this idea. With the, the, I don't think uh, I know this the idea. Intensity of a thousand suns. Please, what is you get your own drag name? Uh, Interesting. You he, get, that Brian has Brian, to come up with. Brian, oh, on I, the spot, no I, planning. Oh no 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 planning. Brian, Brian planning. you lifted me up and then you just you <laughs> just let Brian, me down. Why is this a bad I was so excited. We, we call that we ever, call that Justice League him. We we <laughs> we call that a meme internet thing you, they can do for free. Have you ever wanted? No, no, but I won't do that because I'll take your name, and if you if I know you, if you send a picture, nudes, whatever, I will try to. Come no, up. we just want there a name. A name just a name. He's trolling for nudes. No, and then you you will get you will get a drag name from Brian. Yes, and and we'll riff on it. And five minutes after this podcast ends, there'll be an article coming out. Uh, Brian exits Flame On podcast amid sexual assault allegations. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag me too. Hashtag trolling That's for nudes. That's a much higher expense level. That is not five bucks. But he will also give you the first song that you perform in drag too. Well, that's good. See, that's a nice, I like that addition. But it's all you, because I'm just telling God you. Damn it. I'm letting See, you know. You this is your idea. Honestly. You facilitate, and then you back away. <laughs> no. Like, he's been talking takes. about this for months. I like, love this you idea, have it. because it's, I think it's pretty fun. So if you donate at $5 level, and you tell them Flame On, and, and, and Cap, our show uh, executive producer, network runner, if he, if he passes this on to us, or you message us on Facebook, whatever, uh, we'll do this. I think it'll be fun. So, drag name and first song you perform. Yes. Okay. Which okay. will give you, which will set the tone for your drag. And then persona. you have to fucking do it. Unlike Oral, who will never do drag, as is evidenced by drag is in his spandex. Um, or, or at the ten dollar level, we tell Brian, no, you don't get a drag name. So, go for the ten dollar level. Can we? What if? What if we do a hundred? Le- uh, and then Oral has to do the calendar. <laughs> no, no we're do, all doing the calendar. If you do a hundred, Oral has to do drag. Yesterday, like immediately, he has uh, to okay. show up at Run. your workplace and burst from a cake. 
Oh. Singing. You totally do that. Rih- uh, what is it? Rihanna's birthday cake. A dragogram? A dragogram? Uh, I, I feel like I could do better. Nice. I could do better. Come back. No, but seriously, I really do want to have fun with this idea. So if you're interested and five bucks a month is something you can part with, the cop, like, cost of a cup of coffee. We're so hungry. Say, We're so five, hungry here. Where the fuck? I don't even know what coffee the fuck costs. You buying I don't buy coffee. Super expensive coffee, it's man. So it's like cold. two bucks a cup. Uh, Starbucks is he said not he's, two bucks. He's getting the Trenta at Starbucks, all right? Jesus. What, with cream and You pay cream? two bucks for you coffee? You mean extra large? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just get Jeez. it black, man. Like I like my men. Small? Hot, really? black, and with a spoon in them. That's a thank you, Eddie Izzard. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to totally. What else? What else Anywho. is uh, So yeah. So that's a. Uh, we call that Thanksgiving play. Oh. All right. I think it's time for video games. Video yes. games. Let's talk about Mario. And, wait, no. Let's talk about anything else first. Okay. Let's get. Let's get the. All right. Because that will take a couple of minutes. So let's get the lesser. Oh, I'm so excited. Lesser newsworthy games. There was a big thing. About... All right. Shut up, Pauline. Calm yourself. <laughs> Calm your titties. There was a big thing with Battle.net, and I have no idea what the hell Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront. Oh, no, uh, Battlefront with Battle the microtransaction yeah. shit. Tell, tell us about this. Turns I'm out ready. the game is ass anyway, so, you know, who cares? So, so the thing that came out on top of... So, you pay $60 for this game. Yes. The only way to unlock some of... To pretty much all the characters... Not, not the only way. Not the only way, but the we'll get... quick we'll, way. Because the, you can grind it Yeah, amount. You can it's, always grind your ass. But it's 40 hours of gameplay to unlock one character. And these are like Luke Skywalker, Darth Maul, the big hero names. You're like, man, that's in the ad campaign. I want to play as that guy. Oh, no, no. However, here is the, here is the thing that really just, just poured the shit bucket completely onto the fans' faces. Um... Certain characters you cannot unlock through gameplay. You have to pay for them, and one of them, or two of them, is Ray and Darth Vader. I well, past tense. Because, oh, past tense. They, well, they changed their mind on EA this, blinked. Well, but this is the thing. I thought that it was from what I what I thought I had read was it's not just you still have to play X number of hours. Yes. So you still have to do the hours. You still have to do the forty and hours. Then. You have to pay in order to unlock those characters. So it's not even like you just start the game and go, fuck it, I, I want to pay this extra right. there's whatever. No, there's no pay to win. But ultimately, EA blinked and pulled all microtransactions out the game. They did. And and now then they re- – so so here is so the original lineup was 40 hours of minim, minimum gameplay to unlock one character. And the characters you had to pay for to do the 40-hour unlock were $20. On top of a $60 price tag, mm. and uh, what they did is they took out microtransactions, and they decreased the amount of unlock time to 10 hours. So they went back, but like, that was just like, there's no, there's no you way. Know, you, know who, you know who pressured that. Oh, yeah. So. The Mickey. The mouse. You know the mouse is because because there's no way that you're gonna have fans of that franchise up in an uproar before the movie comes out. Yeah, the whole reason why Disney bought Lucasfilm, the whole reason why Disney bought Marvel, is because they have this demographic that has always escaped them: the 18 to 35 year old male. They have desperately tried because they have the female contingent across the board. They have everybody else. They have the little kid. They have everybody else. They don't have this one precious demographic that they need which is the lifeblood to make sure they get the most money and that's the 18 to 35 year old male which is also a big part of that 
um, partial Fox acquisition uh-huh. because that, they would knows? have gotten the rights to the original Star Wars trilogy. And they would have gotten all of their Fox uh, Marvel characters. Back well, too. yes, but but in speaking on the on the star uh, on the Star Wars part is that you get the original the home release of the like the original trilogy right. to be able the, to do home release for the thing that people have been clamoring for and bitching about. Why can't you just put back out the originals? Exactly, so they don't have the rights to it. Exactly. Um, yeah, the I was reading some reviews about Battlefront Two today, and one of them that was pretty accurate was like it seems like EA and even Dice. Which made the original Battlefront. They also made Battlefield, the the World War One shooter that came out uh, either late last year, or early this year. Uh, it was like between Battlefront One and Battlefront Two, they actually started to doubt themselves for what they actually had as a shooter. So they even like the things that they did well in the first one, they're not doing as well in the second one. Yeah, along with this whole microtransaction controversy. So it's. You basically, you get the game with the idea that this is a dumbed-down version of anything you're going to play, like a Call of Duty or anything multiplayer online, but it's got the Star Wars coat, and it looks really pretty, and it's very accurate to Star Wars movies, and it puts you in the whole whatever, and you know if that's, if that's up your alley, then go ahead and get it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So now uh, can we talk about Mario Odyssey? No, I got to talk about Cuphead. Oh, I forgot about Cuphead. Because I've been playing Cuphead for like a solid month now, and that game is not getting any easier. Oh my god! You, is it still racist? No, it's not racist at all. It is taking the the play off of the old cartoons from like what, what was it the Fleischer uh, Fleischer cartoons yeah. like the Betty Boop the, the era. ones that would give you nightmares if if you watch them. Like blackface. There's no they they've, they've they taken ex, they've they've taken long uh, hard. Uh, a process to avoid that. Okay. So none not, of the characters are human. Everybody is like some sort of thing. Can right. I, like yeah. I, the one I just beat today was was a rat. But you beat the rats, and it's like Wormin Wormin Werner. So Vermin Werner. Like it's, yep. It's very Von der like Exactly. Yeah. There's lots of puns in there. It, oh, there's so oh, many. Yeah. Uh, the main bad guy is the devil himself. So he's like the old school goat looking devil yeah, cartoon horns. character. I love that. Horns in the full nine. Um, old scratch. But like the game itself is so unbelievably hard. But there's that little piece, even if you don't really like games that are challenging, there's this they, they show you the mechanics and they get you comfortable enough that even when you die, it's very quick to get back in and do it again. So you don't have this long load time or anything, especially if you play it on the PC. Very smooth, very fluid. Yep. Uh I can't recommend it enough. I got past two boss, two little encounters or whatever. I'm on the third of three islands, and there's like, I think, five or six bosses per island. And it's a boss rush game. So an, an entire level is a boss fight. And the boss yeah. fight might take all of only three minutes. But those three minutes are a fucking gauntlet. Yep. It's like Bloodborne. Yeah. Yeah. O- only it's condensed down to three-minute doses. So <laughs> it's... it's And like... There's, I love the music. The music's stellar. Oh, the, the the it's like classic, like old school jazz. Dixieland. It's jazz. so good. Squirrelnut Zippers should have done the soundtrack to this game. If if you buy it on Xbox, you get it complimentarily for free on Windows. Oh really? Oh, nice. Because it's the whole Windows like uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. whatever. Like their whole continuum so I think thing I is. I bought it on Steam. Yeah, that's the one you don't get the two versions. Yeah. So yeah, if you get it on Xbox Live, you get both, uh, and it's great. Check it out. We'll have to. I mean, I have. And um, I've heard co-op is harder, but I play single player, and that's hard enough. Mugman. Yeah. What about Mario Odyssey? 
<laughs> Wait, what's that? He's like, let's get back to it. What's, what's Mario? What is that? This is the game that your child loves. Too. Is this is this a game that I've been playing nonstop for like probably a week? How many moons do you have? I have. I just broke four hundred. I think. Oh, Pat's got five hundred and change. I'm at like five sixty. What's, what's yeah. the total number? Six hundred and something. Nine hundred ninety nine. Holy! To fuck with you to think that there's one more that you don't have. I have a friend. I have a friend that's gotten all all of them. Can he come how. over and do the jump rope challenge for me <laughs> in the RC car? Because what does your friend do? Huh? He's a he's a um, web developer. Yeah. Does he have a life? Does Not he, really. Okay. <laughs> that only, that's the only way that makes sense. That figures. Because Jesus. So I oh, never say, mind. Well, the best part about Mario Odyssey, though, <laughs> it's Mario dress up. I love yeah. it. I it love X, it. It's Final Fantasy X two as Mario. But I love it so I, much. I, I enjoy the outfits. I wish they had some sort of purpose aside from just dressing up Mario. No, but you see, like, every outfit has some kind moves? of past relevance. No, I, yeah. I absolutely get that there's a lot of uh, Mario history. You want a buff. And there's... You want a mechanic buff. You want a Luigi buff. You want a Wario buff. You want you want him to dress up as Wario. I want Mario like, fart in the powers. buff. Is that a thing? Huh? I, Mario, Mario in the buff? You want Mario? I mean, the swimsuit. That's the closest. The boxers. It's the underwear. Yeah, the nipples. boxers. Yeah. Thousand coins. I bought them. Because, you know. Wait, there was a thousand for that? Could you're a yeah. pervert. It's okay. Yeah, it was one of the more expensive ones. Yeah. The boxers one? That was so early in the game that I didn't okay. even think twice about it. Yeah, I well, know if you don't buy them, as, read as you get more fiction, stars, more well, like, items become okay. available, but it's, yeah, it well, carries like, throughout. Like, well, you guys, uh, they had come over, uh, uh, like, last week, and we talked about, like, the Amiibos having a secondary function. Like, if you have a Luigi Amiibo, you can unlock the Luigi costume. And I was under the impression that, like, the Luigi costume was, like, 9,000. No, it's, like, 200 coins for the outfit and then 100 coins for the <laughs> They hat. get more expensive because one, as you go up, you start to unlock the... Um, there's only one. That I've no, seen no, no. this 9,999 is the well, skeleton. No. That the skeleton is the most expensive, but they do, I think it's like 2,000 for the silver. Oh, see, I haven't gotten, I haven't seen that one yet. Every 50 stars, yeah, like I new believe outfits. it is, it starts to increase. But every time, like, Diddy's shown up, the outfit for Diddy showed up, it was like 200 and 100. Wario, 200, 100. Uh, everybody that I've seen has been the same mechanic, so I haven't seen the gold or the silver yet. They start coming up after 500. Ah, okay. I would explain why. So you guys told me about the loving tribute to the. So okay, let me back up. Well, there's say there's this eight game, bit DNA thrown through it, all through this. This game oh, is yeah. a very loving tribute to Mario across the ages. I mean, except it, for except for Mario RPG. Yeah, it would probably even square surprise me if there was a little. That. Well, that's true, but like a little nod in there somewhere because every other Mario project, Mario Party. Mario Kart. Sunshine's reference. Sunshine, Donkey Kong. I mean, Mario is missing isn't Galaxy. through that. Galaxy. What? <laughs> Mario is missing isn't through that. Like, the, the time adventure or... Yeah, where like, you actually like, got to go find like Mario throughout... It was like, where in the world is Carmen Sandy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mario. Oh, yeah. Mario. But I mean, all of this is sort of nodded to, wink to, whatever. I finally did the New Donk City... Oh, the Pauline, big the, the festival, the festival, a traditional festival. That was really cool, and I mean, you guys had told me it was going to be kind of neat. Yeah, and definitely enjoyed that. Um, it's just a it's a fun Mario game, and I love that it scales because you can beat it with what a couple hundred stars. No, or? you can beat it with like a minimal, like hundred and change. Okay, you don't even need to break two hundred to beat so that game. So you can have all the story, unlike Cuphead, let's say. You can have all the story you want and get and minimal like, in like two days. Like, yeah. yeah, but it scales all the way up to nine nine nine, 
And that is achievements that you get like different costumes available. You get to try levels that are classic Mario tradition, but the, really the, hard. The thing is that the game doesn't end when the game ends. And then that I remember That's, you showing. Yeah, me yeah. And I I will not spoil ultimate like the whole ultimate kind of, feminist message at the end of this game. There, well, now you're starting to give clues away. Remember, he's watched me play. It's okay. After that, I'm just saying. I'm just but saying. no, I mean that's cool. I like the way they engineered this game from a player's perspective. Except for the fuck you at the end, the final, the final stage. Well, where they're like, no, that's like Cuphead. you get to do everything all in a row. If you don't, with no chance of being oh, able what? to pick up you mean where thing, you're at. The thing we talked about, the long before? journey. Yeah, yeah. Long journey's end, if which is you, the final objective. If you don't beat it. You're not, it's okay. You've still done the story. No, it is not okay. Because you're a completionist. <laughs> because if I got my my happy ass to that part of the game, I wanted to finish it. You know, you know what? Okay. So there is something that happens immediately post-game. Basically, spoiler, you go to the Mushroom Kingdom. And it is a loving tribute to the Nintendo 64 Mario. Yes. It is so good. They even have a skin of the Mario 64 <laughs> character i saw it stop tapping the table sorry but it's so good as yeah. soon as i found that like i have to play this yep yeah I, I, and i got to the top of the castle guess what just like in mario 64 luigi is there or yoshi is there except this time you can actually possess him and then play as yoshi that is one thing i'm actually kind of surprised and it's not the 90s or 80s but i'm surprised the million moms whatever isn't up up in arms that you can possess all these characters like uh, that's like a thing back in our childhood as religious, religiously raised kids. I mean, thankfully, they haven't beaten that one since Pokemon. Well, I just it's kind of funny because you basically the whole game is possessed. Even the thing I was like, how do you get past it? Yo, you just possessed the guy. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It's like, like how, how how do I get the guy to go raise? What do you do for every other thing? Right. Oh, how throw do you, your hat at him. How do you play the RC car thing? Well, oh, he's not wearing a hat. Oh, you're mine, motherfucker. Yeah. So I mean, well, but, if you if you. Watch the honest trailer. I, I forget what what um, YouTube uh, channel it is, but look up honest trailer Super Mario Odyssey. They actually crack jokes about the fact that like you you know you squish down like the other person's psyche and what like it. it, it <laughs> oh, the it jokes first, about the whole thing. The first time you possess anything is pure nightmare fuel. Like oh. Mario turning liquid and then absorbing into the person's consciousness. Like, what's the frog? What am I? Yeah, exactly. And then you start. You see out of the frog's eyes, and he's like, Bruh! "Like, what am I playing right now?" My favorite though You're is playing the God. fireball. Oh yeah, when you turn to the fireball and it's got the big mustache. Honestly, like, it's so adorable. Luncheon Kingdom threw me for a loop because mm. I struggled so much. Like, there's nothing I can possess. Oh wait a minute! You have a face. Oh, because they mm. put that corn cob out there to fucking fuck with you uh-huh. when you first started. He did it today, and it and, and spent like a good fifteen minutes trying to fucking get it done. What's even better is when you have. I don't know if you gotten there yet, but when you play as a fireball and you have to negotiate or navigate through like these really narrow lava pools floating over nothing, and you feel like you're gonna fall off at any given second. Oh god! Those oh, are no. Great How about when you have to go and then be a fireball, get across? And then pop out of the fireball, break the tomatoes in oh, certain yeah. spots. Oh, yeah. I just did that one earlier. Because then you possess the fireball, and then the, the tomatoes are lava. Oh. And then you have to like oh, navigate okay. where you are up in the sky to then fall into that Jesus. tomato to then jump up That's when you rotate your camera bird's eye, and you pay attention to those shadows. So Otherwise, you're screwed. The thing you enjoyed today is the 
One tomato is burst into like lava, uh-huh. and the other tomato is sitting there rolling lazily around in it. It was he's just so on his back. Just, it, it, just, it looked like he had a smile. I'm like, oh, so he's so happy rolling around weird. in his friend's like, guts. I'm so warm <laughs> right now. There's a lot of like really awkward bizarreness to this game. Oh sure, but in a loving, fun, and I mean, literally, this is probably the best Mario game. It's a fantastic it game. It combines yeah. so much into this one thing. But it's it's one of those things like like. You know, Sunshine at the time was great because yeah. that was the main GameCube Mario. Yep. I wonder if they do another Mario, like because obviously, like Galaxy had had its time. If they'll continue the cat mechanic, or if that'll be just like a oh, one-off, like no. that's the thing I wonder, like because the they always bee introduce, mechanic? like well, they, they always introduce a new mechanic for a Mario mm. game. Oh, and I, I wonder see. if this will stick around. Uh, probably. In any shape. I hope not. Like, I hate Cappy. Because like the Mario sixty four <laughs> movement, the Mario sixty four movement controls stuck around. Even in Mario Galaxy, you can still butt stomp. Yeah. And certain things. Yeah. Stuck oh, the long around. jump is my favorite. I fucking long jump wherever I can. I need to figure out how to do the cap throw where you lunge towards it because that is a bitch and a half. Like, Especially when you yeah, have I was- to do it if you want to win the Master Cup. Oh sure, foot like race. the gold your race. Yeah, of course. Well, and I've also realized that like playing with the pro controller, they even tell you at the onset like when you're loading the game, you're gonna have probably the most uniform ability when you're playing with dual Joy Cons. If you're playing with any other method, there's a couple of things you're not gonna be able to do very easily. Yeah, like sitting there like flicking the the pro controller, it doesn't work as well as if you just have like a Joy Con, you just be like that or like that. The only thing that I found that's a little awkward is the uh, spin throw. Like it's tough, like because then I, I let go of one hand and I just like I flick the thing to the side. Sure, or because like the, because the it's big... tough to like. Well, exactly. You have a control in your hand. You don't think to like you know do this with the control, like shake it back and forth. Oh, bitch, I do. Because I'm like fuck that shit. I'm like get the coins, get yeah. them coins. But yeah, it's it's I I knew it was gonna be a good game. I didn't realize it would be so in depth and so many little hidden things about it. I like, enjoy the fact that there's side quests. Like it's I'm not an RPG player, so like seeing him play Final Fantasy and get like talking to people and having these like it doesn't tell you, oh, this is this quest. And then having it in Zelda was fine, but that had the downfall of weapon durability and having to deal with that piece of it, where this is just kind of like just fucking go do. Right. And yeah, maybe it's cheating, but I fucking pull up the list of where these stars are. Because, I haven't done that yet. Oh, Trust me, if you want to find the stars, you're probably going to need it. Because I don't, I was saying to him today, I don't know how people find these things. Well, and like, you can go to like, to Toad at the beginning level, like, after you unlock the level, and like, get like, pay 50 coins and like, have them mark it on your map. And then, like, there's a couple of them where it's like, if you don't pay attention to some random conversation, you're not going to pick up, like, like, there's one in New Donk, uh, New Donk City, where like, you meet one of the Cap characters, and he's like, oh yeah, two of my friends just wandered off. And the only way you find them is by randomly seeing somebody walking around the city and you see two eyes mm-hmm. in the back of their head staring at you like, oh, hey, how'd you find me? I turned myself around backwards. How'd you find me? That's the only way you get the stars. Well, and that conversation is in the hallway where you don't realize that because that's the well, one that... one of them. I know. Well, no, because the other one's close by yeah. by the park. But that one that says, oh, I turned myself around is the one that's in the fucking hallway. And it's like, I would never like... I would not sit here for five minutes waiting for you to come back through the loop. To see the eyes staring at me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's they they made this game for normal people. I motioned to BJ because of his friend getting all the stars or the power <laughs> moons already. This is a game that they meant to have longevity, 
and people exploring and figuring yeah. out things. But, you know, we live in the age of YouTube where, like... Well, but the thing is, like, honestly, I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like, oh, okay, I've gotten 500 stars. Let me kind of hang out. Or moons. Or stars in the Mushroom Kingdom. In Mushroom Kingdom, Kingdom yeah. Um, Another great, great fucking nod. payoff. Yeah, they that was a great this, nod to it, it. It has the same soundtrack when you get the star there or as the 64 game. The paintings. Yeah. Because uh, it yeah. totally is yep. uh, Mario 64 because you go into these little sections and refight the bosses uh-huh. and you have to jump into the paintings and it's like, oh, this is adorable. Um, but I don't think I would... Like, my playtime with it now is going to be my playtime with it now. I, j- looking up on Polygon or whatever site to, like, find these moon locations, first off, it just tells you, like, what you have to do. You still have to actually do it. Yeah, exactly. Because um, the prehistoric world... Oh, That Cascade, Master Cup Cascade fucking Kingdom? race? Yeah, that Master Cup race was ridiculous. And I sat here, and I'm glad I was by myself... Because I'm pretty sure at some time I was looking like a fucking petulant three-year-old child having a a temper tantrum when I was like, God damn fucking Koopa! Because I would be getting right there and then you have to swing the camera while still running and then roll like all at the same time. And I hate that camera mechanic because then as soon as like you just edge out the other Koopa and then I would roll past the fucking like end goal... Because I hadn't swung the camera around and I was just angled slightly off kilter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I fucking hate you, game. And it just, yeah. And now, then you got that 100 jump rope challenge that I will probably never complete in my life. Now, what I can say, going back to the original idea that Henry loves me playing this game, you'll be happy to know that Henry, after watching this game so much, is very critical if I die too many times. <laughs> how is he, wait, how? He gets upset. He's like, no. If I die on a certain level like five or six times, he gets upset. Like, you're doing it wrong. What the hell is wrong with you? Stop dying. And then he'll ask, is Mario okay? Oh. Okay, we got him a Mario doll that's like a little shorter than him, so he sleeps with it at night. So he'll look at like, Mario, are you Okay. This is what I have to deal with if I die too much. Daddy in kills the game. you too many times. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Talk about a reason to not fuck up. Have Jesus. you done? Have you done all the? Have you done a lot of the stars in, or moons in the um, desert? Uh, a fair amount. Like I, I have don't... you played around with the Jinx? Oh yeah, of course. Have you done the one where it's the like the Jinx like race like around? No. <sighs> no. There's that one, and then there's the one where you have to get the fucking flowers, and then you you. <laughs> It's like this curved wall okay. that you have to then like navigate. And there's almost all of those uh, sections have two stars. Yeah, of course. So like getting the first one, like it took me like two or three tries. And I was like, first okay, I got through that. One. And then the second one is you have to get a key. And it's like you have to navigate. You have to, it's like all these like wibbly wobblies. And when you're, when you have that fucking flower on your head, the controls are horrible. Yeah. And I literally sat there like, I looked up and I was like, I'm, I'm, I might have to put this down for a little bit because it was just so, so many times dying in a row. I was like, this may not work. And then eventually I got it and I was like, oh, thank fucking God. Yeah, there's there's been plenty of times like I'll get onto one of those levels where I'll die five or six times in a row and then he'll get upset and like, all right, we're going to come back to this one. I'm going to leave and go find some easy moons. Man, when I got the triple moons on any boss fight, he is like, oh my God, he is so happy. Because it's the cutscene of like him floating up and like Mario got it. It's amazing. Whoo wee! If I die too many times though, 
That is such an extra level of pressure. I can't even imagine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's great. It's great. So, Next time you babysit, you're just going to have to... I mean, yeah. You're going to have to play. Just, That's why I said when you guys came over the one time, like, fuck it, just put up Mario. He will love this. Uh, I almost did, because, I mean, I brought our Switch over. I was about to just dock it just in there and start the dock, playing. Man. That's, they made this portable for a reason. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've been talking a lot. Let's, uh, let's do things that are giving us life. Um, can we just do an honorable mention for some comic stuff? We because, can do that during our thing. Uh, no, because I, I already have two things that I'm going to talk oh my about. gosh. But right quick, <laughs> because we've already mentioned the fact that Jean Grey, adult Jean Grey, is coming back in Phoenix Resurrection uh. on sale December 27th. Scott, I... Uh. Uh, she is now also going to have her own book and team Ooh. Ooh. of random fucking characters. <laughs> this feels like... Marvel or Fox uh, X-Men television because it's Namor it's Nightcrawler um, Night it's uh, Gentle or Wolverine calm down I got this okay. I'm trying to go I'm trying to remember the cover I'm trying to get to I'm saving some of those for the end so you had you have Namor you have Nightcrawler you have Gentle who's a Wakandan mutant which I don't I don't know I, I'm he gives I you a smooth soft back rub yes he's like this big like Almost like like grayish, like almost he looks kind of like rock, but I'm not sure if he's if it's flesh or not. Um, and then you have X23's Wolverine, which we don't know if she'll still be Wolverine, but whatever. Um, and Gabby, who is also part of the all new Wolverine team, she's one of the three sisters that didn't the one that survived out of the clones of the clone. Oh, uh, Cuckoo's? No, this is Gabby. Um, this is X23's the. There was the three sisters that they cloned. Oh, okay. So now they only have, I think, like one. She has one claw. Oh. <laughs> and X-23 has two, and the Wolverine oh. has three. This is how you, oh. how you differentiate what level of cloning it is. They lose a claw every time. Oh, um, and then, so X-23 and, and Gabby. And then a new character, Trinary, who I don't know why I keep wanting to call her Triage, because every time I see it, I start <laughs> reading it weird. Um but it'll be interesting to see what they do with this and, and what that means. And there's apparently still one more character that they haven't mentioned that's going to be on the team, which I guess is like the like more like the legacy character that'll be part of the team with her. Huh. So that was what I wanted to bring up for comics. We can talk more with Oral on another episode. Yeah, we'll do a is- comics year in review wrap up. That sounds like fun. All right, so the things that are giving us life are one-ups for the week. I'll start. I mean... Mr. Robot. No, I did that. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't do it again. And it is a comic book theme. It's Mr. Miracle, and I've talked about it before, but issue number four is out with a great big bar to cover. Mm-hmm. Is this where they sentenced him to death over queso? Uh, a snack, a vegetable plate. Oh, it's a vegetable plate? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really actually a fucked up issue because there's a lot of existential understanding and discovery that happens in this and uh yeah i don't know what the hell will happen next but it's so good and well drawn by mitch garrods written by uh tom king oh tom king such i mean i just it's it's too good this book we shouldn't have this book but it's the best thing they've ever done with mr miracle and the new gods in general so i that's a high that's I mean, to, to quote the Nicolas Cage parody, that's high praise. It, it is, though. <laughs> I love that Publix uh, vegetable plate. 
the round vegetable oh, platter. Oh, ripped the plastic off. Yeah, no, as you're flipping through it, I keep seeing it, and it's it's yeah. totally a Publix uh, yeah. veggie veggie platter. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, seriously, this book is the best thing ever. So um, I'm sure Oral and I will have more to say about it um, when he's back, and we talk about comics. But if you're out there reading, go check it out. BJ. Um, so I've I've got a handful of things. Um, top two are I got a new computer. Hey. I got it built. It should my old computer was from two thousand and eight. That's old. And I went to update the drivers for the graphics card and They just started laughing at you. It just started crashing and it was like you need to update your graphic your graphics card driver. Update the graphics card driver, it crashes. And I'm like, I feel like I'm being trolled by NVIDIA. I feel like they're being assholes right now. At a certain point, your car, computer gets old enough where it's just like, you're not allowed to have this thing online. And We're going to want to update, and we can't. Can I tell you a funny story that relates to this? Huh? I actually had a very intense debate with a government engineer who said that software and drivers, oh, you shouldn't ever have to worry about them being out of sync. Like, you could get new drivers, and it'll just work fine. And I sat there, and I said... You've never played a computer game in your life. You've also never had a phone in this day and age. Well, there's that too. So your experience validates the fact that this government engineer was totally fucking wrong. I mean, that's that's not surprising. That's a government employee. Well, actually, shh. Look at who signs his paychecks. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Mom. But the best... But uh, one of the best parts about my computer is the fact that I have a friend that... Uh, works at a pawn shop, and I was like, hey, if you could keep an eye out for, like, a decent computer monitor. Nothing too fancy. He finds a damn 32-inch high-def TV um, and sells it to me for 20 bucks. Oh, actually, nice. I mean, okay, I mean, that's high-def TV, 32-inch, that's not the end of the be-all. What's the refresh rate? What's the uh, what's the other what's the what's the millisecond ratio here? So because if it's um, less how than How much five, does it cost you? So, so it's 1080p. <laughs> okay. And... Here's the th- here's how where I'm at at the refresh rate. I don't like high refresh rates because when I when something moves like this in real life, it blurs because my eyes don't have a refresh rate. Man, you did too much LSD. So, so you don't like the motion smoothing? I do not. One tw- no, I don't either. Turn it it bothers off. me, Turn and it off. especially when I'm watching anything live action, yep. it it bothers me in video it looks games. Like a soap opera. It, it bothers it like okay, but so it's just got I'll 60 be, hertz I'll, I'll, refresh I'll, I'll, rate. I'll be, all right, hang on. But that's different between a computer it and is. a TV. It is, it is. And a computer, and we get my nerd, <coughs> we get my nerd dick out. You get like a millisecond. That's like crucial for a first-person shooter. If you're playing, like, because I made this mistake when I had my, my computer when I first got it. I plugged it into my big screen 40-inch LCD because that was the thing at the time. And I tried to play like Super Meat Boy. I died <laughs> repeatedly. Because I pressed the button on the controller, and about a second or two later, he jumped. Oh, okay. That means so, so if you can get that good, like the, the, the firing the, thing, the like, TV has a game mode, an automatic okay. game mode. There you go. So there that's, you go. So so it, it it compensates for all that. Okay. So yeah. So no. Yeah. If, if it didn't have that, I would have switched it with my TV that sits on my um, my little makeshift TV stand, mm-hmm. and. That would have been my new computer monitor. This is the thing that keeps me from dying repeatedly in Cuphead. So, but yeah, uh, yeah so though that is that is a big thing that is giving me life. It's mm. a nice computer. I can't beat that. Uh, I met Bruce Campbell. I heard. Uh, 
it was at a, a local comic facility that was not a comic shop. But I got his new book, yeah. Hail to the Chin. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I was a big fan of his first book, If Chins Could Kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like, I think when I worked at the comic book stand, way back when, that started my whole weird relationship with everybody at the comic shop. It was the beginnings of that. And, yeah, I, I love the book. That, Bruce Campbell has, like, anecdotes for days about all the things he's gone through, filming Evil Dead, uh, even up through, like, Burn Notice or Bubba Hotep or Evil uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Uh, a lot of his more recent stuff is in this new book, and it's signed by him. So Aww. Nice. Uh, he was nice. He, he was very uh, uh, self-deprecating because I, I mentioned, like, oh, it's going to be a good read. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of pictures in it. It probably won't take you long. Like, all right. I'll read it slow. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that's giving me life right now. Nice. I'm sad I missed that. Eric? Um, what's giving me life is I keep watching the new trailer for the new World of Warcraft expansion. Of course you do. Battle for Azeroth. Of course you do. Is that bringing back classic Warcraft? Is that what well, they're was? doing that as well. Oh, okay. They're going to be Dust opening the at, at least one classic server. And that'll be fun. So what is so amazing about this new expansion? Um, well, as far as the trailer, it's just beautiful. Their cinematics are always fantastic. And just uh, Sylvanas goes full Banshee mode. And just hearing her scream for the Horde is just great. So the gameplay, still not sure what all... Just... Nah, it was just an announcement. It'll be okay. another year before it comes oh, out. Oh, is that far yeah. out? Okay, cool. Yeah. Pat, what about you? Okay, so I have two things, um, and they're both to help support other people. Oh, Yes. You're so magnanimous. Uh, you know. You're a well, giver. First, off, first is because I, in doing what I do in running events and stuff like that, um, I've met a lot of independent artists, uh, musicians especially, um, that are really amazing. And especially when it's a, an LGBT singer, songwriter, independent artist, um, I will tend to try to throw some support behind it. And usually it's not like a lot of money. I don't, you know, I don't have hundreds of dollars to be like, all right, go, you know, make art. But if be I be successful, yeah, if I can throw 25 bucks at an Indiegogo project or, or whatnot for an album, then great. If I listen to it and it's good that's just the cherry on top if it's not or i don't think it you know like it's not the biggest thing in the world for me then everyone well, has different tastes exactly you then helped, whatever you helped somebody live their truth exactly that's you know so that's what i look at it as and um probably about a year ago there was a musician that um did a shout on growler and he was doing a, a tour and like tom goss does it when he goes on tour and he'll you know he'll throw it out there Trixie did it during Bear Week. You know, you do it, use it, the shouts as promotional tools, which for the most part it is. Sometimes you're just promoting wanting to have a gangbang, you know, whatever the, whatever happens. To each their own. Uh, so this uh, this musician had sent out a shout and I talked to him for a little bit. And I was like, all right, cool. You're cute. You, you know, I watched the music videos like you, you sound all right. When we were in New York... Or one of the times I was in New York, because I know I did it, I know I contributed while I was up there. Um, he had his Indiegogo campaign for his newest album. The head was up, and I was like, "Oh, it's right around the end of it." I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll throw twenty five bucks at it, and um, and whatnot." Uh, artist name is Bobby Joe Valentine, and shortly after his 
Indiegogo campaign was done, and he was like, okay, great, thank you so much. Um, he and his partner live in Santa Rosa, California, and their house was engulfed by the wildfires. Oh, yeah, you're telling me about this. Burned to the foundation. Aside from a couple of like stone statues that were in there, everything gone. Um, he still had the albums, like they he had albums and some of the t shirts like that were part of the perks at a friend's house. Um, another batch of shirts just completely lost. Uh so he uh friends of his put up a GoFundMe to try to help at least get some sort of money together to to be like, Hey, get your life back together, at least a little bit. Um, but I got the album about a week ago. It was around the time that we we recorded some of our, our last shows. And um, I was playing Mario Odyssey and decided, let me throw this on. Because a lot of great new music came out. We, you know, Kesha's still you know, a few months out, uh, removed from that. But also uh, Kelly Clarkson's album, Taylor Swift's album, which really actually pretty good whole different like vibe for taylor and it, it works yeah, and pink uh, came out the note yeah i haven't listened to that one yet I've i like been... it so far it's a lot more mellow it's definitely good more mellow. because i didn't love what about us lyrically i like it musically did not like it it just felt too generic of a like yeah. generic dance beat over like meaningful lyrics and it just doesn't work for me but anywho um so i decided to just throw some oh and Ananolic also put out her yeah. album and i was like let me connect my google play music to my google home and play this while i'm playing mario and i will tell you this his album i am in love with it like fucking amazing so great um his name is bobby joe valentine you can find him on facebook um if you do that you can find the gofundme so if you listen to his music and you're like hey i want to support and help him get back on his feet he's also doing a a small tour um that will be coming down to Jacksonville on December 7th, I believe. Um, well, that's just after somebody's birthday. It is. Mm. But sadly, it's on a Thursday, so I can't go up to Jacksonville because I have to work. But boo. Um, and the other one is um, local artist, Danny Haas. We know him. We love him. Um, he just got his book together and put out and it's this lovely hard hardback book Looks like there's nowhere to write. nice shh Bixby shh <laughs> the sixth member of the podcast apparently Bixby has joined us for this conversation <laughs> Uh, so when he came out to vend at one of my events recently, he has a book. So uh, instead of having to mail us our copies, because um, I backed the book for two copies, and it's got all the prints. It's got um, commission prints. It's got his uh, royalty print, which is the Carrie Fisher as uh, Leia and um, um, General General Organa. Yes. Yeah. Mm, nice. So, and then it. And then he has a bunch of different commissions from the different Kickstarter um, Kickstarter levels that you could do. Um, so he is, um, he has a Patreon, which he has been doing some really awesome um, prints and pins. And we actually got um, got treated to the uh, the Game of Thrones pin 
that was being mailed out shortly after we got them. But it's uh, Brienne and Tormund, and it's really freaking awesome. And honestly, it's fifteen bucks a month. You get a pin each. You know, each month you get the digital uh, files for the prints. It's it's great. So artofdanny.com is his website, and if you uh, if you enjoy his work and uh, you want to help him create some amazing stuff and get some awesome perks out of the deal, then uh, then do that. And while you're at Patreon, just uh, slot on over into our. Uh, do they have DMs on Patreon? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Slide over to our side and uh, and throw us a couple of bucks. That'd be awesome as well. But that's what's giving me life. And you get a drag name. <laughs> and, <laughs> a song. and a song. And a song. Be aware, I have obscure song choice for, for me. I, I will pick some weird shit for you. You know as soon as Ron hears this, he's going to be like, I want mine. Totally. So start thinking I'll about it. I'll about Ron right off the bat. Start thinking about it. Because <coughs> that's all on you, boom. I guess. So, uh, flameonshow.com, all our social media stuff. Go check us out. We will be back in next episode with our review of Thor. Yes. And then maybe one more episode before the end of the year. Maybe. Well, there's definitely going to be an episode. We'll see what the holidays do. Whether it's, yeah. Well, there'll be an episode because that's our scheduled date. It whether is. or not it's, we it's are, us live and, and our, talking about the month in pop culture, that's still to be determined. Our trains run on time. Pat, definitely make sure that happens. Exactly. But thank you guys for listening, um, and that's all we got. So see you next Tuesday. Booyah. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.